3: Geek Show Podcast, welcome to it. And thanks for spreading the love about Geek Show. A great way to spread the love about Geek Show is to wear our names proudly on your chest. <laughs> go to GeekShowPodcast.com and click on the merchandise button. Get one of our t-shirts, our flasks, our shot glasses, what have you. It's all there. The great thing about this stuff is it is it shows love for the show, and all the proceeds go directly to the panelists because they don't get paid for this. Yeah. Uh, also, follow us on our social medias. Uh, Just search us, one word, Geek Show, usually, uh, for Twitter, Facebook, Periscope, Snapchat. uh, On Instagram, we're Geek Show Podcast. And if you text the word Geek Show, one word, to 33986, we'll occasionally text you. We promise not to be a pest. Thanks to the sponsors who pay for this party. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, they offer a comprehensive hold, or as some call it a pull service. It's free, and with that, you get a 10% discount off of purchases over $20 and the previews catalog for free. Open seven days a week, 2043 East 3300 South. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Also, our friends at Cabin Fever, serving the meek, the geek, and yes, the freak in your life since 1982. Cabin Fever, located in the heart of Trolley Square the corner of 500 south at 700 east in salt lake cabin fever so much more than a card store also our friend chef daniel cantu home delivery service geared for those who can't cook won't cook or are just too busy menu changes weekly you can order as much or as little as you'd like 40 minimum please no commitment to order every week go to his website cantuscatering.com that's c-a-n-t-u Scatering.com for more information or give him a call 801-359-6035 alright thank you very much Geek Show Podcast, let's get to it
4: Mm-hmm. Uh, loves ice cream. I guess a guy, he's a sweet boy. <laughs>
3: and
0: who got the lube? But my rectum <laughs> only goes fourteen.
4: <laughs> that was Alvin from from the
2: Cosby, Cosby show. Geek show. Geek show. Geek show.
3: They're rebooting it for the CW.
5: Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah,
0: but I actually quite enjoyed it. I'm I'm sort of shocked by that. Now
3: again, it's you never know.
5: Seriously, no. Albert Brooks oh and Super God. Dave are brothers.
3: Yes, it's another classy opening to the Geek Show Podcast.
6: geekshowpodcast.com dot
3: Welcome back to The Basement. Woo! Yeah. yeah! After yeah. a successful three-show run of us being on location. Yeah! Those were good shows. Thanks for everybody oh. coming out. Those hurt. Uh, <laughs> the uh, manager of 50 West uh, stopped me the other day and said, we really need to have y'all back again. And I said, well, of course. You saw my suggestion. You know, what
0: was that? Halloween. Yeah. yeah? Huh? Or
3: yeah. or maybe a holiday show, a Christmas show. A Christmas
7: show? It's a holiday. Not cr- Nobody
0: says oh. Christmas. Christmas. Uh,
7: oh. A winter holiday show? Christmas. A geek show winter festival?
3: Kwanzaa. A Kwanzaa
5: <laughs> show. <laughs> no. All of those things.
3: I'm just saying maybe Christmas because Jay will be back we'll, by then. We will
5: do it as the pagans of old did. We'll celebrate ten days of Yule culminating in a wild hunt. We'll <laughs> go out and purge the wicked. Speaking of Jay he's
0: doing great down down south I saw that you you hooked up with him yeah we, uh, we got together you'll hear the interviews later for Deepwater Horizon but uh, yeah he he lived about uh, 80 miles away and so he came into New Orleans and we oh cool we drink like you do good it's, it's New Orleans duh so
3: did he take you to uh, that bar where you can uh, uh, wash a dirty lady? No, what now? I what I don't think I'd want to go to that last, bar. <laughs> that's last, a thing. Last time I was down there, what? there was a bar. They had a big sign out front
7: that said that you could wash a dirty lady. Does "lady" mean like plates, like and a lady, female <laughs> human being? I think
3: they meant you could hose down a person. How dirty are we talking? Well, she must be pretty dirty. If well, dirty like mud dirty
0: or dirty like yeah, that's dirty what I of. thought. I was mud dirty. People lying. I wouldn't
5: go to that bar anyway. I don't know. It was strange it's like a yeah. double fetish thing. People who enjoy being bathed and people who like bathing people. That's and symbiotic. Then, you know, it's a win-win. Yeah. I like the idea. I've got a bathing fetish. <laughs> no, we did not go to that bar. <laughs>
7: well,
5: I Maybe see. next time. I can't see why not. <laughs> did you go to the one where you got to eat off the back of a silverback gorilla? We did. Oh, cool. Yeah, will sit in New Orleans. Shit yeah. like that happens. Oh, I know. <laughs> it wasn't a real gorilla, though. It was just a really hairy man. Oh, okay. So I'm sorry. I wonder if
7: they're looking for more gorillas. <laughs> will you please tell my <laughs> looking for a job, Tony? Will yeah. You, will you please tell my dad to come home? <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right, starting over here on podcast right.
5: Mr. Jimmy. Oh, I'm yeah. calling him Mr. Jimmy from now on. Mr. Jimmy. Mr. And, Jimmy. <laughs> you know, he told me some, some great advice once. What's that? I can't always get what I want. Exactly. Yeah. But Jimmy, if you try sometimes. You'll find. You get what you need. You get what you <laughs> need. Uh,
0: Jimmy Martin, everyone. Hello.
3: Uh, where can we find your media? Uh, well, the Olympics are over, so you can
0: watch me on KSL.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Finally, Jesus. God, Cat's like, you haven't been on TV in a while. I'm like, yeah, they canceled everything. <laughs> so they're, Rio's t- You know, done killing athletes. So <laughs> uh, you can watch for that. Big Movie Mouth Off, still going strong on that one, uh, on Xfinity. Then you've got, uh, you can listen to me on The Arrow, Mediocre Show, and... Uh, Read me in slug. All right. Am I miss anything? I don't know. <laughs> it's all Time, a geek show.
5: Time magazine <laughs> and Entertainment Weekly, <laughs> ABC News, TV Guide. <laughs> oh no, you're better than ABC. Oh News. Jesus Christ, I am. <laughs>
7: <laughs> Take that ABC. <laughs> <Aha>! I guess <laughs> kapow.
5: Uh, oh hi, hi, Lee George Cade. I'm back from our victory tour.
3: Yes. Yeah. How, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm, I'm terrific. That's great. I'm doing it's good. It's been a while. Yeah. It it's has. been like six days. I've been busy. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
5: So <laughs> that's, that's good. That's good. It's good to see you. <laughs> I like your hat. Thank you. It's very nice. Are we all right? You're
7: the one. Hey, well, oh, get I'm, one. Just I'm just
3: the we, we go. How you? Can have. There's. Uh, Mickey Mouse one over there. Get her a Hulk oh, mask. I'll absolutely
8: wear Mickey Mouse. Oh, a Jason guy. mask too. A
3: Jason <laughs> mask. Oh, there's there's my 2 D2 mouse ears over there somewhere. I I, I know there's egg. too much shit oh, over there. <laughs>
5: we'll get you one by the break. By okay, the by the, <laughs> by the break you'll be good. Uh, come see me at uh, Fresh Eatery, one forty five East, thirteen hundred South, Suite two oh one. Or uh, you can see me become the king of all print media. At uh, that's, that's I had to move everything to one centralized website. Because oh. between the coloring book, the comic book, the webcomic, uh, all the drawing stuff and the stories and whatever, they needed a home because they were basically running rampant throughout the uh, interwebs. Oh, that's a good so, idea. So yeah, lgkade.com I update that like four or five times a week. Um, Mondays in particular are fun because I'm finding obscure mythological creatures and, and doing posts about them. <laughs> Huge hit in Ireland, strangely enough. Really? Not. You're doing yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've actually got some people in Dublin that are, are pestering me if I don't update every Monday. So.
3: <laughs> Lee George Kidd, when are you going to
8: put the picture on?
3: ah these
5: tar These red caps that you post. <laughs> there was once a restaurant across the street from your house. You should, should, should ask uh, them to
8: send you really nice Irish whiskey in exchange.
5: Yes. I should. Mostly I'm just looking for a couch to crash on when I hit that uh, one.
7: Mm. I don't think I'm going to send anything for those accents. Although, well, no. right. you know, we owe them, I
2: guess.
7: <laughs> uh, <laughs> once, once again, we ruined an accent in that part of Europe.
2: <laughs>
5: I was just basing mine on that girl from Caddyshack. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Who odd, that's
8: better or
3: worse.
0: Who, who, oddly enough, came up in conversation last night. It was the weirdest thing. See, I always base mine on Warwick Davis and Leprechaun, when he's like, you may think this line is getting old, but believe me, boy, I want to be gold. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my
3: gosh. <laughs> uh, we'll get to our special guest in a moment. Uh, producer, designated driver, Quad T, Too Tall, Trill, Tony.
7: Yeah. Hi. Hey. Where can we find you? You can find me on Twitters, mm-hmm. at Quad T, Tony. Or you can check me out on the other podcast I do, uh, The Gadget Spot, on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, or Stitcher. And that one's all about gadgets and tech. That that's You do all. that with Excitable James? I do that with Excitable James, Owen, and Jaron, two of my other friends. All
0: right, cool. This was fun. You uh, see other friends? I do have a few <laughs> hey. others. Hey! <laughs> they're
7: they're my secondary friends. Good. You <laughs> guys are my <laughs> primary friends. <laughs> Good. I don't want to be a tertiary friend. That's right. It's <laughs> sad.
3: I want to be one of those hovering out there. Yeah, uh, Joining us, uh, sitting in for the uh, vacationing, Shannon Barneson, who is, uh, as of last night, I believe, still alive. Yes. The uh, spirit of Vegas at, has not killed him yet. The, at the time of this recording, uh, with Hall and Oates <laughs> and our friend Charlie uh, in Vegas. Uh, sitting in is uh, Caitlin Booth. Hi, Caitlin. Hello. How are you?
8: I'm doing well. Thank you very much for inviting me to come along. Well, no
3: problem at all. Where where, where can we find you?
8: I am a film critic for Mm -hmm. watchplayread.com, monkeysfightingrobots.com. I occasionally contribute to Den of Geek and i am also on a podcast called the nerd dome podcast. Oh good. You can find us on iTunes and Google Play and Podbean and we also have a website nerddomepodcast.com.
3: All right. Woo. Thank
5: you very Monkeys much. Monkeys fighting robots. Yes.
3: The
2: That's... robots
7: would win. I have to no,
5: i depends on the <laughs> depends I, on the type of monkey. I'm going to go make a movie. I'll be back. Okay.
7: <laughs> I'm excited to see this.
0: Wait um, a second. We have a host. Oh. oh. I want to know where. I want to know what sting smells like. From Kerry Jackson.
2: Oh, yeah. Tell he us smells, about he that. He smells
0: like coconut, doesn't he? He did a smooth voice. I, he does, doesn't he?
5: No.
3: was uh, the true story. I wasn't nervous about meeting Sting. I'm not bragging.
5: Even I'm after just... his performance in Baron Munchausen. Even then.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He
5: was the greatest soldier on, on, on the, the city's side. And since the politicians were all corrupt and wanted to lose, they had him executed I can't. because he was too good of a soldier. So he's in it for like three minutes. Okay. okay. Nowhere near as long as he was in The Bride with Clancy don't, Brown. I don't... I love Clancy Brown. I don't remember any of those. You remember things. Clancy Brown playing Frankenstein's monster? No, I don't. And no. Sting was Victor Frankenstein? Oh, i got to
7: watch this movie now. You could be, be completely, completely shit.
3: gaslighting me and I oh, have no idea.
5: I could be. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Is this movie not real? But I'm
2: not.
3: Okay, good. No, it's real. Or okay. as,
5: as uh, Fade, Harkonnen from
7: Doom. Of course.
2: Yeah.
3: I
7: will kill him. Oh. He calmly stated. Yeah. We we his t- cod piece was magnificent <laughs> It was We should talk about Dune at some point Because I read that book recently Oh, you did? You yeah. just read
8: Dune recently?
7: Well, I listened to it I can't really read <laughs> <laughs> And we learned something about Tony today <laughs> So what's he smell like? So
3: far the episode's name is Can't Read <laughs> Can't Read uh, Yeah, I was not nervous about meeting him Because I was convinced that it was all going to fall through Right, because oh, that happens. Okay. That happens all the time. It happens all the time. Right, I, I can't tell you how many times I've been promised a celebrity, and it's, yeah, it's good to go. And then you know. even even the MST3K yeah. guys, they've canceled on you more than anyone. They have. Yes, <laughs> I still love them. Oh, well, of course. But I honestly didn't believe that a. I mean, the guy is worldwide. He's a legend. Yeah. You know, I absolutely. honestly didn't think that he would be coming to Salt Lake City right. to talk to a local radio show. I really right. didn't. But I looked up. On time, right at
5: seven. Well, of course, he's got to be prompt.
3: I looked up and and there he was walking past the window, and I went, "Oh, oh, he's here." <laughs> Shit. <laughs> we'll we'll take a break and be back with.
5: Is that when you Mr. started, Mr. Sting?
3: To... <laughs> and then I it sunk in, uh-huh. and I went, "Fucking Sting <laughs> yeah.
2: is here." Yep. Gordon <laughs> Sumner is Gordon in my studio. Sumner.
3: But here's the here's the truth about Sting is that he he's such a normal. I know it's hard to believe, just a normal guy.
2: Oh. No,
0: I know, right? Yeah, no. <laughs> not. He seems like just a genuine, nice. You're talking annoying, funny you're guy. You're talking about the yeah. dad
5: from Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Exactly. <laughs> he just,
3: he's just a, a really smart, funny guy. And it's the second time I've been attracted to an older British gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> so him and Howard Jones. No, <laughs> oh, because I'm older than Howard. I think. What? I think. Barely. Barely. Uh <laughs> but. No, Patrick Stewart, but that's another story. Well, it's because no. I'm sitting oh, I this you're... close to Patrick Stewart during it was during the first contact junket. I did that. And one. He had
5: his hand on your knee, and no, <laughs> he was just sitting
3: there. And I, he's never, I've never been. I'm a Kirk guy, you right, know. Sure. I, you know, Picard's all right, but I'm a Kirk guy. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't until I saw this movie and sat down next to him, I went, I get it now. Yeah.
7: And,
3: <laughs> and I said to him, I said, "Sir, on behalf of all of us here in the room, I just want to say." It moved. The hetero and homosexual oh. alike. You're a goddamn good looking man. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said? <laughs> Thank you. Well he laughed at Thank you. <laughs> but I'll say this, man. I I get it now with Sting. Yeah. All right?
7: <laughs> that that
3: is a charming and boy,
5: Gina was just and, it was And gracious.
3: And gracious. Because I
5: noticed there were about five thousand pictures of people with Sting that in your the, building. That was the other thing. He had a tight schedule,
3: and yeah. so we had to cut him loose right on time. But he took the time to take pictures and sign records and do all of that shit. He stopped with Dave for everyone. He stopped yeah. with Dave the flower guy. Yeah. He stopped with everyone. That's awesome. And wow. it's just just a nice guy. And did he have to? No, no. Oh. He only got ang- a little angry. He got a little angry at me once. When he was he was coming down on Bill for something, I said, "Go get him, Sting. Pretend he's Stuart Copeland." <laughs>
0: and he looked at me, and went, "Be nice." <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to tell him that uh, what I told you that via text, what to say. Oh no, I <laughs> <laughs> I told because everybody knows we said it earlier. His name's Gordon Sumner. That's his yeah. real name. And I go, never call him Sting. Call him Gordy all the time. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and then I go and tell him that you're, you're you're his third favorite Gordon behind Flash and Ramsey. <laughs> But
3: uh, no, just a, a funny guy, smart guy, uh, you know I mean I mean and he's been famous since what 2021
5: uh yeah, he was really young really?
3: I mean he's been 1921 <laughs> No, I'd say what 78
5: 79 <laughs> uh, I can't remember when
3: my first police record uh, is dated
5: because well, I remember I, the first time I remember anything about the police was was uh, Eddie Murphy. Singing, singing Roxanne Roxanne in jail. And, oh, okay. And uh, when I was like eleven, so <laughs> you know, and then and then this it started hitting AM pop stations with uh with the police because they were a rock band before mm-hmm. anything. Oh and yeah. Then, and then they started doing uh. They started experimenting with reggae and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. And then King of Pain hit MTV, and I think that was the end of that. So <laughs> that was the end of the police. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> Still, just in, in my opinion, okay, we're going to go off on a music thing here. In my opinion, easily one of the best as far as like talent just sheer talent mm-hmm. goes in those three guys mm-hmm. in the police you've got i think the best drummer and that's always a bar argument that no one wins uh but i think the best drummer uh andy summers one of the best guitarists ever mm-hmm. and then you got sting with the lyrics and and all of that just a, a powerhouse combo and yeah. and it's uh i'm glad they got back together long enough to tour i missed the tour but... Just a great band. I have all their their albums. All their ephemera. All their ephemera. And he smells like uh, cinnamon, apparently. Oh, get To answer your question. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Gina got close enough to...
8: (laughs) That doesn't surprise me.
3: And he can't figure
5: out why his suitcase is a little heavier than it was (laughs) the The straw sticking out. Which is
3: totally not her type of guy at all. No. yeah. Yeah. Anyway. All right. The big news. Yes. That everyone has been talking about.
0: God, that troll's trailer looks so good. No. Nope. Damn it. Wait,
3: what? The <laughs> internet is on fire over this first project well, that the,
5: I'm The internet is on fire over so many things. I, I don't yeah, even I know, no, where I you know this is this is
3: say. This is the one that's Which? dominating everything. Okay. Uh, because it's the one thing that everyone has been demanding. iPhone 7.
7: No. 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 Okay. No,
3: but it partially. Ah. So, I'm just I'm I'm headphone
7: jack. I'm Apple good. the
3: movie. Another Steve Jobs. Come on. you're close. Edge of Seriously? seat. It finally happened. What celebrity couple broke up? Fruit Ninja the movie. Ah,
7: uh-huh, <laughs> yes. I've been waiting for that. Yeah. Who's I've directing been it? i waiting to watch a ninja fuck up some fruit. <clears throat> who's, wait, does it matter who's directing it? <laughs> well. How are we getting that? Before Is it real
8: pra- life or animated? Does it say?
5: It does not say yet. <laughs> How are Stanley? we getting this before Parappa the Rappa?
8: <laughs> I know, right? Dude, a Parappa the Rapper movie would be amazing. I know. I love no, that game.
0: Before that, we're getting Toe Jam and Earl. I
3: would watch that. Me too. I would too. <laughs> All right, let's. Let, let me see what this says here. Uh, the deal puts together Trip Vincent back at, with New Line. Vincent has a long history with New Line. Oh, he produced uh, Journey to the Center of the Earth films. Oh, that's uh, he was,
2: That's a pedigree. He was executive
3: producer on San Andreas.
2: <laughs> so he's
3: going. he's involved. Yeah. So the Rock is going to be in this one. Yeah, maybe I was the about Rock to say. will be the Fruit Ninja. <laughs> he'll be the fruit he'll, ninja. he'll be the watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, J.P. Lab and Chad Damiani. The people who brought us How to Survive a Garden Gnome Attack. What? 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 Maybe it's in development. Is that a thing?
5: Know. Oh, is it Sundance? <laughs> <laughs> like oh, a white Yeah, it's in, it's
3: in production. <laughs> yeah. They are writing the script for Fruit Ninja, which will revolve around a team of misfits who are recorded, uh, recruited to become Fruit Ninjas to save the world. From fruit. From, from, from fruit. From, uh, that oh, would, the, that would be the it. Other right? societies that's, are going to have a heyday uh, with this shit. Would it, would it be. That, them, it's, uh, it's like Evil Fruit Uprising, would it be? Can, yeah. it, take,
8: can it take place in the world of how, uh, um, uh, Claudia with a Chance of Meatballs too on that well, island?
7: That would make sense, actually. I know, right? It's so. a off.
8: Because then they would be alive and it would actually went... be interesting instead right. of just like killing stationary fruit.
0: <laughs> fruit Watch out oranges. that watermelon's rolling toward us! <laughs> the same world as a sausage party. <laughs> Has <laughs> That would be even better.
3: <laughs> Has anyone played this game?
7: I, yes. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, stupid it's, swipe game. It's you just a swipe game. Swipe you on the screen and cut the fruit in half. That's as it, all it is? As it yeah. falls. Sometimes yeah. a lot of
5: fruit comes really fast, though, and yeah. you just scream and throw your phone at the wall. <laughs> yeah. They did Angry Birds. Um, yep. They're d- doing I, Tetris. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's uh, ninjas who slice
3: fruit at a rapid clip. But uh, still no of the rapper. It is the highest selling iOS game of all time yep. with one billion downloads. Really? That's
5: like one-eighth of the world's population.
3: That's, that is indeed. Holy oh, my cow. God.
8: That actually kind of surprises me.
3: Huge. Yeah, I. Well, anyway. Well, there are every parts of the s- world
5: where fruit is worshipped as a god. <laughs> every
0: right. time you do stories
5: like that, I think about people going,
0: "Jimmy, your job must be great." <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm
5: well. never going to complain about my job. But I, I do. I do sometimes think about doing your job or doing some of the jobs I've done. And
0: oh, sure. That's why I'm never. I, I will never complain about my job. No. But <laughs> but, but, but I just every once in a little whisper in my ear is like. Tetris the
5: move. But sometimes I think about the job Pexals. I'm doing now and jobs I've done in the past, and I think I've got it pretty good now.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> um, you, uh, the first thing you said to me when you walked in the, the basement today, hi. Other than get the fuck out of my way, was <laughs>
5: that's Klingon for "I love you." I know. It's oh. good to see you. Um, was Nuk-nuk-ha. you
3: were very excited. Yes about Ghost Rider I
5: was. on
3: Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I
5: really was. Words I never thought I would hear you say. Because I fucking hate Ghost Rider. I know you do. <laughs> but he's cool like like all of that this or show. just like the movies? I, okay, when I was seven, Ghost Rider was the shit. Yeah. And then when I was about 12, I thought, this is stupid. <laughs> and so, you know, the six-year-old in me screams whenever Ghost Rider shows up. Yeah. But, you know, Johnny Blaze, stunt writer for the circus. <laughs> uh, it's, Wait a minute. It's been played.
7: Is this not the, the show with the... The glowing ball that writes to the kids? Yeah, no, no. I thought that's no. what we were talking about. That's Ghost Writer.
8: That was a deep cut. That
7: was <laughs> that was, that was really a was I that know. a
5: PBS Kids show back? That wasn't in a PBS Maybe it was. Show. Maybe yeah. it was. Maybe I watched it. No, they're they're doing Ronnie Ronnie Reyes. Yeah, it was uh, the, the latest the newest, iteration, the newest Ghost Writer, yeah. and he's got his. Uh, I think it's a Dodge Charger. Some yeah. some yeah. gearhead mm-hmm. out there is going to mm-hmm. probably correct me on it, it's but a 1970. Yeah, mm-hmm. or 69. I think it's a 69. Is it a 69? Yeah, it's a proof kind of car. It's as old yeah. as it's as old as me. Okay. So, uh and yeah, he he shows up and he's like a, he's a, he's a nice guy, but he's a little edgy and then when he becomes the ghost writer, I just about screamed because it doesn't look shitty. No, it looks no, really it good. Doesn't really it good. doesn't look corny. Yeah. yeah. I
3: thought for a TV budget they wouldn't be able to pull it off, but they did. No, well, they they were playing with it in the the latter part
5: of the last season of Agents of Shield because one of the Inhumans had a chain that he would light on fire and kill yeah. people with, and, and I thought, oh, this is going Ghost Rider, and then you know Ghost Rider. But uh, they they also did something really smart with the show. They they changed gears. They changed direction. They said, okay, this this formula is tired now. Mm-hmm. Let's let's change the whole dynamic. And so Daisy's run off and become a rogue. She's full-on Quake now. Full-on yeah. Quake, and she's yeah. flying around. and She doing can cool fly. Thing. Yeah, or <laughs> jump really or high. Or jump, anyway. Yeah. But they, they you could tell they, they did a really interesting thing at the end of Season 3. They, they allowed um, Hive, yeah. for one, to actually look like Hive for a minute, which yeah. was cool. Yeah. But they did a death at the end of, of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. that I wasn't expecting. Two, yeah. two guys who had just been trying to kill each other ten minutes before, staring out over the Earth and going, Huh. How about that? And then yeah. they just die. And they die. And then they completely <laughs> retcon the show. It's completely different. And uh, if this is the direction they're going, oh, I'm yours. Yeah, f- of finally
8: Shock. embracing the supernatural. Yeah, finally. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense considering Doctor Strange is two months away.
3: Well, but... and and they said the 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 people involved with in the show is that there's some Doctor Strange connected elements oh. in this and it could be what was in the box that could be that yeah what's there? in the
2: box
0: <laughs> it was ghosts it was a
5: ghost it was ghosts yeah what? Yep. yeah there was ghosts in a box
0: i need to see it i
5: haven't watched it yet yeah, it's it's, <laughs> uh, it's neat it's yeah. it's pretty it's pretty cool i mean when when daisy goes in to talk to to one of the one of the thugs that she was beaten up on the night before and, and he's like no once the once the rider touches you you're done and then he just keels over dead and it has got mm-hmm. blood just Gushing out of his shirt. They're
8: going to take advantage of that 10 p.m. slot.
5: Yeah. Oh yeah. They're they're back an hour and, and yep. they're they're playing with it. Yep. Yeah. And I noticed I noticed uh, they're taking a cue, I think, from Gotham too. they Gotham has embraced. They're a comic book show. Mm. Let's be a comic book show. It's another show that uh, that you're back on board with. I, it was uh, you told me about Mister Freeze. Yeah. And so I watched those episodes last year, but the first season uh, wasn't available yet, mm-hmm. and so I went back and watched the first season. And the first 10 episodes are kind of choppy. And then you get to Julian Sands playing Jonathan Crane's dad, yeah. the Scarecrow arc. Yeah. And, uh, oh, that was great. So it's still <laughs> miss hit and miss. It's it's but, still finding its footing, yeah. But when it hits, it hits hard. It hits great. So,
3: Although this first episode, and I've been reading what they're planning on doing, mm. I don't know yet... Well, first of all, you're a DC guy. Uh, let me start at the beginning of the episode. Was that... I haven't seen the Scaly, first Scaly, oh, okay, all right. Well, yeah. I can't ask you that. No, I, I, That's that's someone we have to leave for, for Shannon or, or Paul. It, someone, Yeah, maybe Paul. Paul, if you're listening, was that character at the beginning of Gotham, the one with the, the scales and that stuff sticking at it, like Godzilla-looking guy, is that a guy? It would is, be, it'd is, be Killer Croc. If he was that's what rep- I'm wondering, is if yeah. it was like an well, early iteration of Killer Croc. Was he in the sewer? No. Where was he? He was up
5: on the street. Up on the street, just walking around? Yeah.
0: Probably not Killer Croc since the whole DC...
5: TV movie thing strangely though they're letting Gotham use characters that would be in a, in a Batman show yeah. in a Batman movie well I mean I, I think we talked about it on the show when I interviewed Stephen Amell he gave like
0: a five minute response to my, that question I said yeah. you know are you allowed to and he goes because I uh, was it Ben Affleck t- took a picture when of we, Deathstroke, Deathstroke yeah. and uh, I says you know it's man who been in and out of the job kind of thing and uh he's like it's never been officially said we can't use them they're just well, being I mean, careful with them.
7: You get Superman and Supergirl
0: yeah. this season so yeah. that's maybe that's the maybe, they're, maybe they're maybe they're changing direction on it but they probably
5: realize just knock the fuck off yeah. are smart enough to separate the two. Exactly. I would hope. <laughs> yeah, but I, I was I was really impressed uh with uh the evolution of the Riddler on Gotham. That's that's not one that I was expecting a to be cool entertained character.
3: by character. Mm. Well yeah, when
5: the when when the personalities fused Mm-hmm. Yeah, It was when he kills his first victim, and then, you know, second season, he's full-on serial killer mode. <laughs> There's a wonderful, touching little scene in this mm-hmm. first episode
3: of this season of Gotham where Penguin goes to visit Riddler in the, in the asylum. Mm-hmm. And, and just kind of confesses to him, it's like, you're my only friend. Yep. You know, oh. they have this talk, <laughs> it's just touching, you know. And he, oh, he br- Penguin brings him a gift of this Chinese puzzle box. And he's going on, he says, it's... A, the guy who sold it to me said that there are whole generations who have passed this box back and forth and they've never been able to open. There oh, it is. Of course. Riddler <laughs> Riddler's got it.
5: And it also had me hooked because uh, Riddler, when he gets when when Edward gets nervous, he starts spouting riddles. Yeah. And so and usually people look at him like he's crazy. So he spouts a riddle off to Lucius Fox and Lucius just answers it. Yeah. yeah, And it's like, oh, this is good. This is so good. Oh. So it's 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 definitely it's definitely uh, will try your patience from time to time. It will. But. Uh, It's fun. That's how most
0: TV shows are, though, especially network ones because, I mean, you got it's kind of hard to fill. Like, we always say Netflix shows are great,
5: but there's only, what, 10, 13, somewhere in there? We actually had a really good talk with some friends about that this morning at at breakfast because we were complaining about how, like, even Blacklist, which sometimes is really good. Sometimes it's a formula cop show. Mm -hmm. Why is that? Well, imagine writing 22 hours of quality yeah. television yeah. right you're gonna have a you're gonna have to have
7: a filler show from time to time mm-hmm. so maybe yeah. the
5: 10 or 13 episode story arc is a better way to go
7: well that's an american media thing isn't it mm-hmm. like you go to the bbc stuff and yeah. they're all 10 or 12 episodes yeah. Yeah. A but season.
8: we have american tv shows that are only 13 i mean like i zombie which is i think one of the most underrated d uh dc shows great show great show it's only been 13 episodes both seasons now and it's Great, it's been I'd
5: pretty be, solid. Yeah, yeah oh, I'd be have totally there's no fine. room for filler. Oh, well, Mister Robot too is another yep. one. Yeah, when you have a writer like Rob Thomas, you want to give him time to write a good show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then again, he managed full seasons of Veronica Mars, and it was still good. <laughs> So. First season
8: of Lucifer was pretty good too. Yes.
5: I'm I'm still in with
3: Lucifer. It's I, my guilty pleasure.
5: I don't I don't even feel
3: guilty about watching Lucifer. Either. He's he's fantastic. Tom
8: Ellis is a fantastic human he's, being. He's <laughs> charming as hell. And, yes.
3: and they're bringing in Trisha Helfer this season really? yep. to
5: play his mother. Yeah, oh, the
8: first season this season just premiered this week yeah. on Monday.
5: Yeah. So uh my, my one big gripe right now though is uh if I could have Anything, anything, grant me any wish right now. It would okay. Be to go to a CBS executive and say, pull your head out of your ass, CBS. For, <laughs> well, they, list, they so, listen yeah. to the show, you know. I know they do. <laughs> because, okay, we've already pushed Star Trek Discovery back to oh, May yeah. of 2017. Well, I knew that was coming. We yeah. knew it was coming. And they're saying it's because they want to make sure it's the best possible show ever. I think it's more out of people. I mean, you cannot see a comment thread on Discovery without it being 99%. You have the most fucked up distribution model ever. CBS, pull yep. your head out of your yep. ass. Yeah. yeah yep. Well, since CW shows can't be shown on Hulu anymore, I won't be able to watch the Flash.
7: No, uh, you so can watch them on the website for free. Yeah, yeah. All, changed every single CW, CW show we is on the website. Great. Yes. Guess what? I don't have hooked up on my television. You don't have a Chromecast? No. You need to get one.
5: Well, yeah, but how many? Again. It's all down to simplicity, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We it's cannot you cannot expect you, you, your monkeys to jump through every hoop. You have a point. Yeah. You have a point, but it is still available. I would like the same thing with uh with HBO. If you use a PlayStation to stream your shows on your television, you can't stream HBO.
3: Wasn't the CW app going to be available on one of the game systems? Uh, Did I hear I, that?
7: I haven't heard that, but it would not surprise me. No. I think maybe PlayStation. I would. I would, bet, I I would say... bet it's Microsoft first. They're easier yeah. to develop for than maybe than I don't know Sony's stuff. Look, at, would but, you find yeah. out? I'll check the... it you out. said
0: yeah. you said you can't watch the Flash.
7: No, they're not doing. But, they they've. But you, it's network television.
5: You can just. It's the CBS. It's it's CW is a CBS network. Yeah. And so they've decided that all of the CW shows aren't going to be on Hulu this year. No, if you're if you're just, a cord cutter,
7: you can't watch it. That's true. Yeah. I don't have well, I don't have
3: TV. And it'll be a week or so after the season finale that mm-hmm. they'll be on Netflix. Netflix right. Yeah. 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 Right. Netflix. But cool. You, so, but, so guess what? You're not, not going to
5: have you're not going to have my eyes on your show. But I think until this, May. the
3: CW. You have a pad, right? Because the CW also has an app where you can sure. watch them, and I know it's okay. not as much fun to watch it
5: on the on your pad. But no, you know. but you think, I've, I've got it. I've got it. I've got an iPad Pro. It'll probably look fantastic right. on it. But again, it's one of those. We we understand in media, the more hoops you make people yeah. jump through to get to your product. I mean, Game of Thrones finally realized that after six seasons of oh, we're the most pirated show on TV. Let's wait another year before we make our show available.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
5: For you, though, because it's a network television, and you say cord cutter, but can't you just get one of those like antennas or
7: digital ones? If you get over the air reception, yes. Where I live, I don't, oddly enough. Oh, you said you live in a mountain. I live in the shadow of a mountain in Lehigh, and I don't get any HD reception. But you could could get it.
5: Where I live? Yeah. Yeah, I can get everything. Uh, Yeah. So I could go buy a $30 antenna and then problem solved. Sure. I could do
2: that.
7: To do that. I'd buy a thirty. <laughs> <laughs> then I have to actually
5: sit down and watch Flash. No, because Tuesday can, nights see, at seven. No, you a, can
7: you can buy one of those. Because uh, I'd buy a thirty dollar Chromecast before I bought a thirty dollar antenna. Well, these
5: are an awful lot of hoops I got to jump through to watch it, a stupid two. show. It's it's one it's one hoop. <laughs> <laughs> I do have I do have a Chromecast. I should just hook the damn thing up. Yeah, stop complaining. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> Again, so you, that's another so hoop. You're, you're really? got the hoop. The Thanks, big, guys. I'm glad you done. solved all my problems. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's
3: what we're here for. The biggest hoop is finding the time, right? Yeah, but, you know, yeah. A... yeah. You could go to a pawn shop and get a rabbit ears and a VCR. You know? Yeah, yeah. I got, gonna... I, got six, go I
7: got
5: sixty-two businesses to run, guys. Check. <laughs> to you to watch your show. I'm going to check
7: that off my list. Solve Lee George Cages problems. There well. we go. <laughs> yeah, it's
5: a very long list.
7: <laughs> I just I solved them. They're done.
3: Um, yeah. So that uh, download their app, and you'll be... that's the thing, though, is it's free on
5: the CW app, right? Star Trek. I'm gonna have to pay for that, aren't I? I? I I think by May they will have come to an amazing new discovery. I really hope yeah. so. I don't, I don't know. That's I see
2: what the, you did there with the discovery. Well done. I don't
3: know. For oh, the amount of
5: money, <laughs> no, they want their 6.99. I know, but uh, the the biggest backlash to that was the 6.99 model is the one that still has the full commercials that you'd have from a regular yeah. network wow, show. What a load! So uh, it's it's a 48 minute show with 12 minutes of commercials that you're paying 6.99 for, and then the biggest backlash that cbs got to deal with is they said well we're looking we're we're investigating another option for a $10 program that'll give you commercial free oh good so for that for that $10 a month i can watch discovery once yeah. a week cuz yeah. it's not it's not all at once it's once every week the new episode Oh they're not out. they're not going to dump it no for 13 episodes so for 13 weeks i can watch your show for $10 a month and while I'm doing that i can watch green acres because that's also on the CBS All Access. But you also get all the CSIs you could ever want. That's true. That's like Stop no programming. Bitching. That's no programming at all. I don't get
7: all these acronyms.
3: No, I mean. <laughs> no, you look at the CBS lineup and there's not a damn thing worth paying for on there. No. Yeah.
0: Jesus, God, I mean, no. CSI, Tooele. Seen it. Been there. <laughs> the only, thing, Lived worth, the only <laughs> thing worth watching on CBS right now is the Colbert. That is it. That's true. But I, you beyond know, that. I'm not. I'm not 65 but, years old. But the
3: next day, he releases all that shit on the web for oh, free anyway. Yeah, that's yeah. True. I,
0: I only watch Colbert on uh, on uh, YouTube. Yeah, that's it. Mm. I can't
3: stay up late. My mommy won't let me. Oh.
0: <laughs>
3: and she says he's a potty mouth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, Conan's the potty mouth. He is, isn't he? Oh, I, I, well, he's, he's, I. said before. I love that he's using the 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 you know basic cable rule. Yeah. <laughs>
5: just says well, shit they, all the time. They mm-hmm. could all use the basic cable rule because it, there is no FCC. Actually, yeah, they, I don't even think network has to stick to cable anymore. He did a they joke, do. though. Because it's not over airwaves. No, it is. It is? Yeah. Oh, it's over radio waves. No. It's over. They still
3: broadcast. They still broadcast and are Net, regulated by the FCC. Network okay. television? The, HD the, signal? The major yeah. networks, yes. Okay. Okay.
7: That's over the air broadcasting.
3: But it's the cable channels that don't need to, we'll but, never, never but do anyway. Yeah. Here's the funny thing. We're watching the season finale of Mr. Robot. And and no spoilers. When, I haven't watched it yet. Well, no, I'm just I'm talking about spoilers. It really was uh, a robot. <laughs> he was. <laughs> uh, no, I don't even know. To watch it. Who cares? It turns out they feel the skin away. He was a robot, and inside was a monkey driving the robot.
5: <laughs> and inside the monkey was Anthony Daniels. <laughs> it was Did was robot fight. Watch? That
3: monkey. Yeah, it was the weirdest. thing. Ah, okay. I like oh, this version. But season finale, Mr. Robot, and throughout the season, they've been they've been saying "fuck" more, mm-hmm. but they they don't
5: bleep it. It's like the volume goes down.
3: You know, uh-huh. just I don't care what the you say you know
5: really it's it's so that when they put it on netflix or on blu-ray they actually have you can have yeah
3: yeah but and this this startled sue when when uh uh, grace grace gummer uh uh, the actress said uh uh as far as i'm concerned you're a cunt they (laughs) bleep,
5: fuck what but really? they left
3: cunt on. <laughs> wow. On USA. On, those uh, are
5: both in Carlin's list of seven words you can't say on time. Huh. Yeah. That's what I couldn't
3: figure out. Wow. We had a problem with Yeah. <laughs> hmm. I could that it I still need to find out. Maybe she why. said runt. Maybe she said <laughs> runt. <laughs> or
7: bunt. <laughs> but
3: yeah, in the same sentence they deleted fucking but left cunt in. I huh. couldn't believe
7: Whoa. it. Wow. I, I just
3: couldn't figure out how they that word
7: makes me squirm
8: because fuck
7: is so
3: mainstream. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
7: I I would think you'd be I okay. Actually, with I actually
8: I consider cunt more derogatory. Me too. Yeah. There, Thank
7: there, you.
5: there 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 are uh, there, there are uh, psychologists and anthropologists who are studying prison culture right now saying oh, that's a word we actually need to stop using in general yeah. because once you see it in the context that it's meant in it's a very scary word. Yeah. Because it's not it's not used lovingly. <laughs> Except <laughs> in Britain. Well, Sure, but I'm not in Britain now. But in
0: British terms, when you say Kunt,
5: that's they
7: even spell it different. <laughs>
5: <K-O-O-N-T>? <laughs> They're actually Kunt. It's actually in praise of the author, Dean Kuntz. <laughs>
7: <laughs> Who is it? a cunt, by the way? I, you know, I just to say. It's
0: Kunt. But go, going back to Conan though real fast, yeah. like, he did a joke about how, uh, what was it, uh, Italy just said that, Masturbating publicly is not illegal anymore. Yeah. No, not and illegal. Not. You can just masturbate in the, huh. in the public if you it's want. It's just an expression. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh he did an interview with like, you know, an Italian like congressperson or whatever, and he's sitting uh, there. Father Guido and the guy's it. sitting there <laughs> like talking like on camera, but his hands like going crazy. <laughs> oh enough. god. And he goes, What are you doing? And he's like, Oh, I'm just shaking up this can like that, you know? <laughs> but then there's one where he, and it keeps, you know, the joke keeps going, but there's one where he goes, Oh, and like <laughs> fires, and all this white shit just shoots everywhere. Oh, God. And he goes, Let me guess, you holding a bottle of milk, uh, someone like pinched you and you squeezed. There's like that. And he goes, Sure. Like that, you know? <laughs> I was like, wow, oh my God. Well, Conan,
3: Conan is pushing the table. Sh- well, Conan,
5: Conan pulled off the masturbating bear on. On NBC. That was on NBC. Yeah, but For he never years. fired. <laughs> no, but I mean, uh, he was obviously juggling something. I used,
0: I, TBS has let him just do what the fuck he wants. I learned. just
5: remembered the masturbating bear actually um, was frozen in carbonite <laughs> when, when when he left the network. Is that really? right? They did this whole thing where they. Because they, oh, they wouldn't let him have them. They wouldn't let him have the intellectual property. So they bring out the guys with the tasers and the collar and everything, and they do this whole. Um, thing where he's like he's standing he's standing at the dam and they're like you can't go you can't go and he dives off and carrie fisher pulls him out of the river and and they they go off and then he's frozen in carbonate see i love it like these networks aren't letting like them share once they change and stuff like that because that
0: happened on colbert as well Mm -hmm. where he he did uh the word from the colbert nation Mm -hmm. yeah and uh corbett Report. and so the next episode he goes yeah somebody wasn't happy about that that's called network lawyers so, so he changed it to where he goes so I can't say I'm Stephen Colbert, and I can't have my face, you know, be in that character. So he, it goes. But I have a twin cousin, and his <laughs> name is Stephen Colbert, <laughs> <laughs> and he does this whole explanation how their parents were identical twins, they had sex at the exact same time, and, <laughs> and it's just these IP like, lawyers are fun. But he oh, goes, yeah. but he goes. So you're not the same Stephen Colbert who had a, a television show on Comedy Central for you know four years. He's like, no. That's my cousin. (laughs) (laughs) Now he does a thing called The Word, where it's (laughs) W-E-R-D.
7: Weird. (laughs) That's all it takes. Weird. So funny.
3: (laughs) All right. After these messages, we'll We'll be be
7: right back. back.
3: Smells great, tastes even better. Full-service catering and home delivery service from Geek Show friend of the program, Chef Daniel Cantu home delivery service geared for those who can't cook won't cook or are too busy or maybe you've decided to make a change in your diet and don't know where to start this is from scratch cooking daniel's menus change weekly you can order as much or as little as you'd like there's a 40 dollar minimum no commitment to order every week chef daniel yes i knew you were going to ask can accommodate all food preferences and allergies vegan vegetarian paleo gluten dairy free Chef Daniel sources a lot of his ingredients locally when possible because we've got farmer's markets, ranchers, dairies, and bakeries all over. He can also do catering like he's done for us. Catering is available for all sorts of special events, weddings, business lunches, parties, anniversaries, third shows, what have you. Go to his website, CantusCatering.com. That's C-A-N-T-U-S-Catering.com for more information. You can submit a home delivery request or contact Chef Daniel directly, 801-359-6035. He's done a great job for us in the past, and you will get a special discount if you tell Daniel Geek Show Says Hey. Hey,
0: everybody. This is Jimmy Martin for the Geek Show podcast, and my wife, Kat Martin, has a special offer just for you. Are you tired of dusting your Legos? Yep.
8: Polishing your Funko Pops? Oh, yeah. And just cleaning your house in general? Yep. Well, give Cats Cleaning a call at 801-403-7342 today. With 17 years' experience, Kat, that's me, has carefully selected my employees and trained them in all of my ridiculously OCD ways. Check out Cat's Cleaning SLC on Yelp and Facebook, Cat is with a K, to read our five-star reviews and visit slc.com for more info. We've even been featured on local news and actually cleaned for local celebrities, including the one and only Carrie Jackson. Oh,
3: thank you. <laughs> Mention Geek Show for a 10% discount. That's 801-403-7342. Or go to Kat'sCleaningSLC.com.
8: Cat with a K. Oh, yeah.
3: Cabin Fever has been providing customers with hand-picked greeting cards, gift wrap, books, and gifts since they opened their doors in 1982. Currently located in the heart of Charlie Square on the corner of 500 South, 700 East, Cabin Fever has been helping the meek, the geek, and the freak since day one, from action figures, playing cards... Jigsaw puzzles, gift books. They carry a large selection of licensed merchandise. You're going to love it. There's so much more than a card store. Now, Dave, the guy in charge, has recently returned from gift shows in Vegas and New York City, and he is excited to show you the new products that he has lined up for a full release. Now see, other stores may get their products just sent to them en masse. Cabin Fever prides itself on hand-picking every item for the store, from books to greeting cards to action figures, all of it, even the wrapping paper and bows picked by hand. Stop by, say hi, and tell him Geek Show says hey. Dave loves Geek Show customers. Since 1982, cabin fever. So much more than a card store. Well, let's see what's happening with uh, Dr. Volt's comic connection this month. DC's young animal imprint explodes off the shelf this month with Doom Patrol. In the spirit of Grant Morrison's legendary run on the series, along with other classic incarnations of these characters, writers Gerard Way and artist Nick Darrington are going to put their unique stamp on the World's strangest heroes taking on the universe's strangest villains. The new modern Archie comic introduces Josie and the Pussycats, and it's about time. The series kicks off with Josie getting the band back together and having adventures on the path to musical stardom. Uh, fan favorite Frank Cho is back with an all-new series from Boom Studios, Skyborne. The legend of King Arthur is alive and well in the modern day, and only one man, Skyborne, can stop the evil Merlin from destroying the world. They have a comprehensive hold or pull service for newcomers or old friends alike. Your hold service is free, gets you a 10% discount off purchases over $20, plus you get the monthly preview catalogs for free. Open seven days a week, you heathens, 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. I'll see you next Wednesday at Dr. Volts or go to drvolts.com. And we're back. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, you going to review some movies for us?
0: Yeah. What do you got? Uh, let's see. There's Deepwater Horizon. Okay, and then uh, The Magnificent Seven. Ooh, In yeah. The Ephemera of Steam. You want to do that later? Uh, we can do it in a moment. Uh,
3: just stay till the end of this episode, though. Yeah. For interviews with five interviews, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Kate Hudson. <laughs> Gina Rodriguez. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Berg. <laughs> well, he's a handsome man. <laughs> and, Kurt Russell. <laughs> Yeah. You know, you were asking me, "What does Sting smell like?" What, what does Kurt Russell smell like? Just joy,
5: joy. Yeah,
7: that's a dish soap. Just
5: <laughs> he <laughs> smells like he, he in dish soap. He I smells know. like sun bleached salt water. <laughs> no, it's
0: just he just. It's one of those actors, you know. They've been doing it forever, but they're still just happy to do it, and the joy on his face when he brings up Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> twice is just awesome. He's so, excited about this movie. I yeah. uh, he's excited about his facial hair
2: <laughs> in the movie.
0: <laughs> yeah, apparently, apparently it gets even bigger than it was in uh, Hateful Eight.
7: <sighs> his mustache was phenomenal in Eight for eight, Hateful Eight. Oh yeah,
0: no, well, it started in Bone Saw Tomahawk. I haven't seen that one. Yeah, and then it just got bigger. And apparently, <laughs> he goes for. Uh, uh, what's it, Ego the Living Planet? He just goes, it just goes like crazy. <laughs> I go, <laughs> yes. Jesus. Well, because so. we were
3: talking about it earlier. Ego has a beard Yeah. in his comic iteration.
0: I don't like bringing up other movies on other junkets. Yeah. I think it's mm-hmm. weird because they're kind of, you know, they're foot in the bill, so it's like, let's talk about that. But when it, if they go off on the tangent, fine by me. There so. you go.
3: <laughs> well, and from what I understand, they, you know, when it was brought up, let's get Kurt Russell to play Star-Lord's dad, that was like everybody said, let's do that. Yeah. Let's, and they... They uh, they went after him and, and made
0: it happen. I say let Kurt Russell be everybody's dad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he is my dad. <gasps> dad, what?
5: I I don't know.
2: I mean, oh. it could be.
0: All <laughs> right.
3: Aren't we all each other's dads? Well, when you get right down Mad. to it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
5: aren't we all part of that quintessential ooze <laughs> that permeates all of us and makes us all brothers and sisters? Mad. Right? What is man, what's this ooze? Yeah. What? It's the what? secret of the ooze. Yeah. Oh.
7: Google that. Yeah. Yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. <laughs> oh, you know. Okay. I had all that right. on VHS. Oh, man, you're just That's such the best man. one.
0: You're just such a young boy. I keep forgetting. Go that you know ninja. Go ninja. Go. Heck. Go ninja. Go ninja. Go. What was all about? it go go but uh, Marvel will move hell or
3: high water to get an actor that they want to play a character because I was reading this well, they don't really have a lot of money to do that this, yeah, I think yeah was... they're,
8: they're just barely scraping by Ugh.
3: small company <laughs> um, Scott Derrickson the guy who you know directing Doctor Strange uh, apparently we're supposed to be seeing Doctor Strange right now right this minute mm-hmm. it was supposed to be released in the summertime oh yeah it cool. does
5: seem like a summer movie
3: but then it was announced November, and they mm-hmm. never really said why. And the reason that it was is because they wanted Benedict Cumberbatch so badly mm-hmm. that they worked around his
5: schedule. Ever-increasingly mm-hmm. schedule with the Lizard Kingdom.
3: Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> Derrickson uh, said uh, he was really the only actor we seriously considered, uh, he, but he wasn't available. He uh, is during the initial production schedule. Uh, he had committed to play Hamlet for a three-month stint at the Barbican Theatre in London. That's code.
2: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> a lizard person
3: code.
5: Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, seriously, I'm when doing... you're king, when you're king of the lizard kingdoms, you you have to go and rule for three months out of every year, <laughs> or your brother will rise up and, and so, overthrow you. So the that cover is... story is that he was. And that's more of a cumber story. That's the most same thing you've said was gonna, this episode. Well, I was, was going to say it's <laughs>
3: kind of ballsy because it's like it's open for shows yeah. and people would see him on stage. That's it. That's. And it's a hologram. It's a puppet. It's a yeah. puppet. Can you it's believe a puppet. that? All right. Uh, Have you ever
5: seen a Cumberbatch shed its skin? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so
0: his <laughs> name's not Cumberbatch. Everybody, we all know this. It's Butterscotch Cumbucket. That's right, Butterscotch Cumbucket. Cumber Snoodle.
3: So, has said. I, he, he said to me, "I can't bail out of Hamlet. I've given my word to rule. Um, to rule." <laughs> so they started looking at other actors, including like Jared, Jared Leto. Uh. Well,
0: it was Jared Leto or Rick Moranis. And they- <laughs> I would have gone with Rick Moranis. It's Gilbert
5: It's Gilbert Gottfried as Doctor Strange. I like this cape. <laughs> By the Himalayas. By the Holy Host. Oh, all
2: right.
7: Um I was really hoping for Don Rickles myself. Don Rickles. <laughs> Doctor Strange can't sit on a stool to move. He's
2: got magic. What does it matter? <laughs> he's got
7: magic to move stuff around. And
3: maybe you could build one of those robot bodies for me, and I could uh, see. Are uh, well, you, know, you, you know, thinking?
5: It wouldn't have been a stretch to cast Rip Torn because he's full of magic. <laughs> well, he's also dead. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, that's where Rip the magic Torn. comes in.
3: Rip Torn is not dead. Oh,
0: he's dead. I think he is. Oh yeah, he's totally dead. No, look at. It, it I'm looking it up. Look it up right Rip now. Torn is dead.
3: That would be heartbreaking to me. If
5: oh, you know Torn what? I, I I'm sorry. I was thinking Rip Taylor. I, I made a mistake. <laughs> so I made a mistake. I, made a mistake. I think bigger. they're both al- I meant alive. Rip Taylor, because Rip Taylor's Doctor Rip Taylor's Strange. Rip alive. He'd Rip- be all confetti. Rip-, Rip Rip Torn is definitely dead.
7: He died on 30 Rock. <laughs> Here we go. Rip Torn. Okay. Born February 6, 1931. Does not have a death date. See?
3: See? He's, I would be in tears. Bullshit. He's 85.
7: And, uh,
3: I would be in tears if Riptorn was dead.
7: Riptorn uh, Rip also,
5: Carrie, for you to know, if you ever decide when he does die to watch all of his movies, don't watch Man Who Fell to Earth. Because no. he does have a full frontal scene, and I, yeah, know, I know how uncomfortable you are yeah, by,
3: by <laughs> no. dongles. No, for Rip Torn, I'll just pay tribute by watching all the Larry Sanders episodes.
7: Now, Rip Taylor, on the other hand, is also still alive, Told you. <laughs> right? And playing Doctor Strange. That's right. <laughs> oh, just his career died. Never mind.
5: <laughs> oh, okay.
2: Well,
7: I, I do think I do
5: think Rip Torn because he was on he was on Thirty Rock as Don Geis. He was the president of yeah. NBC, and, yeah, and he did disappear. And yeah, the last the show, couple of times yeah. he was on, he was kind of.
3: Well, he just. I think he looks pretty good. He just. <laughs> 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 yeah, because you know that's his mugshot.
2: <laughs> you know,
3: now there's a story behind that where yeah, where maybe, he 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 broke into a bank. That's it. That's
7: uh, or did he shuffle bad. down to Busey's Here. house to get he, some? He
3: he swears that he thought it was someone's house.
7: Yeah. <laughs> I want to see this movie that I found with Rip Taylor. Rip Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Why would you think you went to somebody's house and you're like
7: look, oh. look at this movie poster? It's, oh, it's called
3: <laughs> it's called Silent But Deadly. Yes.
7: <laughs> Fart joke, yes.
3: Somebody's Killing Old Farts <laughs> Starring Don Wells. Oh yeah, him. No. From from
5: Gilgans Island. Marianne from Gilligan's wow. Island. <laughs> Lee Merriweather. You know, Don Wells, not to be ageist, still beautiful. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. know. She's, not, she's like, lovely. is
7: that anti-ages? Uh,
5: Lee Merriweather. <laughs> no, you don't want to bring somebody's age into consideration. Oh, People gotcha. can stay attractive their entire lives. No, they can't. Rip. <laughs> look at look at Rip. <laughs> look at Rip Torn, for God's well, sake. Rip Taylor. Look at Cumberbatch. He's 150,000 years old. Well, <laughs> no, he's
7: a reptile person,
5: though. Bruce Valanche is in this. Bruce Valanche? You know, if Shannon were here right now, he'd be losing his mind. <laughs> he, he fucking would. loves Bruce Valanche. So. This is an actual.
7: Is this out? That's find on that, his IMDb. Find I'm gonna, that movie. I'm gonna for find me. some more info about that. I, I just
0: th- want to know why Rip Torn thought he was in somebody's house. How many he, fr- how many friends does he have with giant bank vaults?
3: It's in their one house? of those old you know houses. <laughs> he's, that he's, lo- that, he's
5: old Hollywood.
3: Yeah, it's one of those banks that look like a house kind of, yeah. and he uh, thought it was someone's house. Hey, I Robert
5: Downey Jr. thought his mm-hmm. next door neighbor's crib was his bed. <laughs> yeah, was true. Fifteen years now, ago.
3: Well, so, Robert Downey Jr. does sleep in a crib every day. To be fair, Rip. Rip loves his beverages. Okay, mm-hmm. he does. So. It's a salty dog. Likes a right. drinky. Here's the plot for Silent but Deadly with Rip Taylor. <laughs> Came
7: it out in 2012. So, so we, it's we what? can it's out. We can, get, this, a, I, we can get. Would you get on this, Jimmy? Would you get us a? I get us a copy of this. <laughs> this copy?
5: <laughs> I think you might be able to watch it free on Squee TV. I
3: like it. <laughs> <laughs> Senior citizens are being offed by a mass killer who stalks the halls of a small retirement community <laughs> in which they live. Does it suck their farts out?
5: I was thinking of Bubba Hotep. <laughs>
2: you don't, you don't, you don't just suck any
7: farts out of an old person. They no, just the come plot, out. That's the plot.
5: That's the plot of Bubba Hotep, is that the Nosferatu <laughs> sucking their souls out yeah. of their butts. And
3: Elvis? <laughs> no, it's true. Elvis is in. I need to the, see this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> El, Elvis I'll, is
5: played by Bruce Campbell and yes. Ozzie Davis plays JFK. Awesome.
3: I've got it. You borrow it. I'm that borrow that, that.
5: bug was as big as my fist, big as a <laughs> peanut butter and banana sandwich.
3: <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> The story opens with a terrifying murder creating space on the waiting list for Rose to move in upon Rose's arrival. I'm guessing that's Lee Merriweather. Uh, she is taken, or Don Wells. She is taken on a tour of the grounds by the quirky offbeat manager of the joint, Dale. The odd and brightly colored characters continue to pop up as Fanny, her Jewish gossiping neighbor, introduces Rose to the gang.
5: I I need to see this movie. <laughs> Does it matter that she's Jewish? It really doesn't. <laughs> Apparently, it plays a well, point in the
7: plot, or else they wouldn't I, mention
5: I, it. I believe. I believe maybe some of the humor might be stereotypical.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. sure.
3: We uh, find ourselves in a game of whodunit. Is it Desperella, the grounds custodial manager? Is it Kitty?
0: Desperella.
3: Is it Kitty, the sexy activities director? Or Zeke, her punk rock boyfriend.
0: I think it's Zeke, her punk rock boyfriend.
3: Maybe it's one of the elder folks suffering from dementia and seeking some sort of revenge. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> because it's dementia's is really funny. really
8: dark. D- dementia oh, wow. makes you a murderer,
3: apparently. I need to see this movie. Oh, <sighs> Lord. Rip Taylor in... Old farts, silent but deadly. Silent but deadly. <laughs>
5: Same thing. Old farts had been just as good. So Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, yeah
8: we were talking about <laughs> Doctor Strange at one point. The we? uh,
5: the, uh, the the leader of the lizard kingdom. <laughs> and the if you don't know kingdom. about the lizard kingdom, just go to Trump's website. There's a whole thing on it. <laughs> Please donate. Oh, sorry, that's, that's Gary Johnson's website. To uh, lizard people. Don't sorry. mention
0: that shit, man. Oh, I, like I said, I've been watching Colbert and Conan, and uh, it's freaking
5: me out. Dude. Yeah, lizard people. Um, <laughs> their but, kingdom.
3: But uh, yeah, they said that out of all the people they tried out they said it's it's got to be Cumberbatch or or there's no Doctor Strange movie right
0: Oh I, man Rick Moranis would have been better
5: <laughs> Don Rickles
3: you're pushing the Don Rickles angle well, we already
5: know it. he's a great magician Doug Henning why didn't Doug Henning play him he's dead <laughs> damn it so let me look oh my god Cumberbatch a- is killing all of his opposition <laughs> <laughs> John Henning, yeah, uh, Doug. Doug. Doug, Doug Henning, Henning.
7: Doug Henning.
3: You'll you'll enjoy that search. <laughs> <laughs> you'll enjoy you'll enjoy
7: going down that hole. Yeah, how do you spell his last name? H e n n i n g. He doesn't. Oh, Doug, no, Doug Henning. He doesn't have an I. Oh, there oh, it is. No. He doesn't have a picture. No, though. he's pre-internet, honey. Yeah, he is. <laughs> uh, uh, says he's still. Oh no, he no, died in no, two thousand. No, he died.
5: David Copperfield killed him in two thousand.
2: <laughs>
7: huh. He's a magician. He was a magician. <laughs> he was. Maybe no. he still is and you don't even know. No. Yeah, that's a good trick. No, I, he, <laughs> uh, I, I disappeared for 16 he, years. He died in a really bad way. So. Oh, did he die in one of his tricks? No. Okay. No.
3: Even magic cannot cure what he had. <laughs> oh. All right. A Volkswagen, yes, exactly. Autoerotic um,
5: asphyxiation.
0: Just some quick that was toy David stuff. Oh, <laughs> yeah, right,
2: Carradine.
5: okay. Some quick toy stuff, and then uh, we'll get on with the uh, movie reviews. Um, so they did announce another season of Star Trek Mega Blocks because of our show last week. Uh, did they? No. Mm. Oh. <laughs> I was hoping.
3: <laughs> I need to run out and buy those because
5: I love those. And just order them because you can't run out. Oh, that's right. Yep. I,
3: well, run up to my office and you run out. <laughs> <laughs> run out to the toy store on my computer. On my computer. Uh, let's see, so uh, we all remember these toys from Artwell. Right, I don't know
7: if these two remember these toys. Maybe I do.
0: All right. You don't know. You don't know me. Mask? <laughs> yes. yes. I loved Mask. Okay. The, Matt? the Matt. Jim
7: Carrey movie, right? No. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it was Matt Tracker. No,
0: it was Matt Tracker. He had the co- the red car that turned out. The wings came out on the, yep. the gullwing mm-hmm. doors. Mm-hmm. Oh, and oh, he mm-hmm. had the motorcycle that turned into a helicopter. You're yeah. talking about Back to the Future. Oh. No, so the, the, the doors, they, doors they open had, that,
5: they had like that, wings. They had that gas station that had a boulder that just inexplicably rolled off. I had one that a uh, billboard opened up and there was a machine gun in it. Yep. I still have my dune buggy. Really? Yep. The one that turns into a boat? No, it turns into a plane. Okay. You oh, pull a lever right. on the back, and like I'm talking about the jeep, where the the
0: the hood rises up, and the
7: jeep. Yeah. Up and the boat if, you rises had, up. if you had if you had a vehicle that could fly or drive, why would you ever drive?
5: Because sometimes you don't want people to know that you're part of a paramilitary organization.
7: <laughs> That's <laughs> a lame excuse. <laughs> so you just drive Sounds like quitter talk. So yeah. So, so, <laughs> Thank so <you're>, you. <laughs> so you
5: wear you wear your metal mask and drive your hot rod around until you need to turn it into a plane,
3: <laughs> and then it flies. Okay, so. Mask. Yeah. K- yes. Caitlin barely remembers it, but not quite. No. Um, it was high five. <laughs> 87. 80 yeah. Micronauts? Yeah. 77.
8: Vaguely. V- I've heard of it, but I don't think I've ever really watched okay.
5: it. Okay. Uh, Micronauts were the original uh, pilots for the Transformers there in are Japan. These, there were these little guys. and they, they were die-cast metal and clear mm-hmm. plastic.
3: And and magnets kind of held together. And they them had together. silver heads. Yeah. So we got those. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rom the Space Knight. Yeah, He's in the awesome. comics that, again. They brought him back. Yeah.
5: In
7: Marvel? Yeah.
3: No, in... Uh, in He's uh, got his own title. IDW. Or, okay. yeah, that's what I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. He was Not in Marvel. My but...
5: first X-Men comic was a Rom Space Knight comic. Yeah. In mm-hmm. Late 70s. Um,
3: Action Man?
5: Uh, yes, Action I, Man let, was the well, first... I was going to say,
3: let the old man step in. Um, <laughs>
2: that was the first well, Superman figure was, I had was Action Man.
3: Well, he was he was based out of Britain, uh-huh. and he was essentially the precursor for G.I. Joe. Right. Uh, but what was cool was that he was just a, a generic kind of action figure, and the thing that made him cool was the, his outfits. Right. So you could get him as Superman, you or could Batman. get him as Spider Man, or in a scuba outfit, or Or whatever. you could take what his they, clothes off and he's
7: Tarzan. They that, brought back Action Man in the late '90s as a cartoon. They did. I yeah. remember watching that. Remember but watching when that. are
5: they going to bring back Big Jim and the Wild Bunch?
7: Uh,
5: on the, on that uh, which what's just the game glosses network? over what's that it? <laughs> Big Jim network? <laughs> big Jim and the Wild. Bunch. Do you remember? I big, well. I had Big Jim, right? I had, had a Big Jim, and they had the they had the different. <laughs> Wait, what are we talking about? All right, <laughs> okay. Big Jim, Big Jim was when GI Joe when the twelve inch GI Joes were being phased out. Yeah, they went to Big Jim, and Big Jim was they it was they twelve smaller, inches is little, pretty big. It was like ten inches.
7: That's still big. So, big Jim was about this the,
5: big. Big Jim was about that big, <laughs> and they had. And they had boots that had different animal <laughs> tracks on them, so that when you yeah. walked them around in your sandbox, they left, like, wolf prints or... Okay. But,
3: but here was the, the feature about Big Jim, was was twofold. One is that he had a button on his back where he could do karate chops. Karate chops. Okay. Which they started in the G.I. Joes. The second thing he had was these metal bands that you put around his bicep, and when you flexed his arm up, mm-hmm. it would it would bulge mm-hmm. and pop the metal band off. Right and he had friends that all had j names. Yeah. So there was big Jim, there was big Josh, there was big <laughs> Jeff. And at the time as you're playing with it it's just like, well, we don't have GI Joes, we have this. It was so gay. It was
5: <laughs> well. It was it, the, it was the, right around the time Google of Google Image. It was right. right around the time of disco. I
7: don't know what it I'm would get If I just, yeah, because, because because one of them, say.
3: one to of them, Big Jeff on? was his was his, <laughs> his Australian friend mm-hmm. who had these khaki shorts and they were a, very short, <laughs> khaki okay. Okay. fabulous uh, uh, fedora, hat, yeah, a fedora, and he had a a, a machete uh-huh. and he came with a bamboo thing that, that you could chop and chop the bamboo
7: in half. I'm googling the phrase Big Jim toy. Yeah. We're not going to go be well. Dangerous. Careful, but, uh, careful! Oh, it's an action figure. Yeah, we, yeah. And now, now, I
3: feel like a winner today. <laughs> but but Jim had like a denim vest, and that's what he yep, wore. Like that. Yeah, see, yep. there you go. <laughs> There's a whole bunch of big Jims in that it picture. Looks like the yeah. village people. <laughs> it is. Well,
5: it's about the same
3: time, and 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 in he's twice. got a, he's got a fabulous beard and
7: a denim vest and shorts, and that's all he now, wore. If you
5: look, if you look in the background, the British Big Jim. Looks an awful lot like Benedict Cumberbatch.
7: Oh! <laughs> you know what he reminds me of is uh, I, the, I like wow. he reminds me of the character on Adventure Brothers that's the uh, the Navy based. Uh, well, who's based on Shipwreck from GI Joe?
5: Yeah. But, oh, that's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. That's, these these are older. Name, you can though. you can tell because the the arms are discoloring oh, because yeah. of the rubber on their arms. Now now you're you're making you're you're saying that these were yes. very um, very gay centric toys. Uh, this is this is coming off of G.I. <laughs> Joe, which retired with the Kung Fu grip. Yeah, (laughs)
8: yeah. That's
5: what she said. Yeah, uh, pretty much.
8: But yeah, there weren't lady toys then. (laughs) Oh, damn it! But he, but
3: he, yeah. And there was, there was. He had a Native American friend and a Mm -hmm. black friend. Of course. uh,
7: Too mm -hmm. bad Barbie never had a kung fu grip. He should have. But yeah, (laughs) as far as you
5: know,
2: true.
5: So, so we had these. We had Micronauts. We had Shogun Warriors. Is it any wonder Star Wars action figures ended up working? So back to this. Yes. All right.
3: So we got Mask, G.I. Joe, Transformers, Micronauts, ROM, and Action Man all in one comic book. What? Called, uh, let's see, uh, Revolution, I think. Yeah, Revolution, IDW.
5: Wouldn't be the first time that uh, that ROM and Micronauts have been in the same That's comic.
3: That's true. Uh, so <laughs> there's that. Uh, the other thing is that there is a, a TV show coming to Amazon based on a book uh, about the toy companies in the 80s that were rivals, Hasbro and Mattel. Mm-hmm.
5: Uh,
3: it's uh, And it, it's uh, Josh Gad is going to be in it, Josh Schwartz, no, no Seth
5: Gordon. nothing about Kenner? No. It's just mm. Kenner had the market share in the 80s. Well, it
3: was probably those two fighting it out for second place, maybe. Uh-huh. I don't know.
5: Because well, Mattel had Masters of the Universe, mm-hmm. and Hasbro had, uh, I think they had Mask and they had uh, Transformers.
3: But uh, that's going to be on Amazon, so you can watch that. Um and uh, there is a report from Ad Age that I found interesting, and I knew you, you, you would find this interesting. Um, <laughs> the toy companies are blaming J.J. Abrams for the reason of the lack of, of Ray figures. Yeah, it's his fault. They're saying
5: his secrecy, uh... and and I'm calling bullshit on this. <laughs> no, because we've, ar- we've already seen the, the caseload on the initial Force Awakens well, figures. Here's, here, here was the... St- let me find this.
3: In Ad Age, uh, talking about Rogue One and how you're not going to have any trouble finding... Right. Uh, it's called learning your lesson. Jin, Jin uh, Urso. that's her name. Yeah. Uh, Toymakers and retailers are blaming J.J. J. Abrams' intense secrecy around the production of The Force Awakens as to why there wasn't near as much merchandise for Rey as there was for Kylo Ren or the other characters. Here's a Target spokeswoman from the report. Guests can expect to find their favorite characters, including Jen Erso, who Disney and Lucasfilms have identified early on as a lead. The roles of characters in The Force Awakens were kept close to the glove and not, as not to give away any of the plot line. I'm calling bullshit on that because I'm just a dumb DJ with internet, mm-hmm. and I knew that she was the star of the show. Yep. Well, so, one of
7: them. Also, I, I saw the movie trailers and I knew that she was the star also, of the we, show.
5: We saw, we saw case assortments for Force Awakens. I mean, one of the things they need to accept is that they actually did pack Rey, especially with the Black Series figures. Mm-hmm. Rey was packed in the same numbers as Finn and the same numbers as Poe Dameron. They did two for every case of uh of uh, kylo ren and Mm -hmm. the reason why is their marketing was that the bad guy was going to sell better because darth vader sold better darth maul Uh, and that's usually the case and that's usually the case they didn't count on the fact that oh my god if you make a show with a compelling female lead people are going to want action figures of it also they didn't take scalpers into consideration Uh,
7: because
5: you had scalpers that were going out and buying every ray figure they found and they didn't sell them i disagree with all of you i blame jj well <laughs> so you should secondary
3: <laughs> market what a dick. Jesus. Um
5: all right, you
0: want to review uh, the movies? Yeah so, and you can you can yeah, weigh yeah, in so you on these no, You've yeah, seen Um you. Mm-hmm. let's do uh we'll do Magnificent Seven first. Okay. Okay. Uh I'm a huge Anton Fuqua fan. I loved him since the replacement killers. Uh he brought Chow Yun Fat over here. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, just goofy action. You thing. like
5: the equalizer?
0: I like the Equalizer. I did. He uh, makes
8: movies your dad really, really likes.
0: Yeah. Well, Training Day is the shit. <laughs> yes, I love Training Day. And so, with that said, bringing in a cast like this of, uh, and, uh, it's uh, Denzel Washington, Ethan Hawke, Vincent D'Onofrio. Uh, who am I missing?
8: Peter Skarsgård, Chris
0: Pratt. Uh, yeah, huge cast. And, and you know, and, it, and it's an original movie. No, it's not. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's the story is is that uh, a, a a lady's husband is murdered. And so she calls upon Denzel Washington to come into her town and basically, uh, revenge. You know, it's a revenge look. And so they, they, he, he riles them all up. They get there. And then it just kind of sits there for like an hour. And you're like, please do something, you know? (laughs) And so it makes me sad because I, like I said, I really liked Fuqua, but I, I wanted the trailers made this movie look like it was so much more action packed than it really is. It's
8: a western, so well, a western
0: you know can be action packed, but you know it just it's two hours long. If it had been like an hour and a half, it probably would have been a lot better. You think they could have told the story in an hour and a half? I think so. Probably. Yeah, I mean, it's a simple tale. Probably. You know, it's I mean, not, it's, yeah, it's... it's
3: well, as, as we were talking about how many times have we seen this story. Yeah, I mean, you know... Starting with Seven Samurai and leading up to... What was it? <laughs> apparently A, a Bug's, Bug's, Bug's Life.
0: Life. <laughs> a Bug's Life is a similar... Sto- it's the same story. I didn't realize that till last night. Someone told me that and I <laughs> freaked out. That's a good out. one. I like that. Um, but yeah, so uh, it's, it's like you've got this great cast, but there's... To me, the, the chemistry wasn't there between them. You know, it's just... It just felt flat... There's the grand finale is pretty good. You know, I walked out going, right, you know, but then when I started like thinking about what I went through, it kind of reminded me of the Lone Ranger in the sense, not that they're both Westerns, but like I got some good out of it. in the in the grand finale, but like to spend an hour and a half to get there mm-hmm. wasn't really worth, you know, the ride, you know, the price of the roller coaster.
8: Denzel and Chris Pratt could also play these roles in their sleep. It wasn't like it they wasn't were challenging. Trying, no, no, God, no, not at all. No. And. I, I would say my highlight was probably Ethan Hawk and Vincent D'Onofrio. D'Onofrio just goes absolutely insane well, as a bad man. Well, He's yeah. A, he yeah. is
0: insane. Yeah. Ethan Hawk's the one who's got the most, like, good backstory in the sense yeah. that he, like, he doesn't. He's the
8: only one who really has a backstory there. Yeah. You don't think.
0: Well, and even the backstory that Denzel Washington has, I don't want to ruin it, but, like, he kind of lets it out because there's something's a secret about his history, and they don't even, like, they mention it once, and yeah. then all of a sudden at the end of the movie, like, it's this grand you know you know uh There's reveal no and no you're like up. and you're like i don't really know what you're talking about but sure <laughs> you know fine whatnot
3: well, um well we're getting the equalizer too so we'll give him something to do. <laughs> yeah did they say there. that yeah
2: <laughs> it doesn't surprise me uh
0: i was actually kind of disappointed i you know we're in this kind of post-summer lull of movies uh not getting really anything that great um and i was hoping this would be the first one to kind of you know set the fireworks off, and I was kind of disappointed. I'm at two out of four. Two out of four,
8: I do out of ten. I think I gave it a seven.
0: Seven out of ten, yeah, that's still not bad. No, it's yeah.
8: not bad. I mean, the, I sort didn't of... hate it, yeah, but,
0: but I guarantee you, if you ask me about what I thought about it in a month, I'll be like, uh, what was that one again? It's quintessential
8: you know. September movie, yeah,
0: uh, hmm. huge,
3: huge box office. It's doing very well right now, yeah. All right, so there's uh, Magnificent Seven, I'll
0: do that one, and then uh, as you said, the interviews are coming up. Um, Deepwater Horizon, uh, true story. Forty miles off the coast of Louisiana, if everybody remembers this when a oil tanker basically dumped 250 million gallons of oil in, it, in the ocean.
7: Yeah, I remember
5: that's and, uh, the future. Thanks BP. Um,
7: <laughs> it wasn't a tanker though; it was a. It was a it's, it's actually a boat. It's a boat. It's, I yeah, thought it was yeah. a derrick, but it. Yeah, it was. I care if they called it a rig or not. I think
0: but,
8: they did call it a rig. I believe.
0: Yeah, but it, it's mobile. Yeah, you know, It's, okay. I mean, it it's up above a, and, yeah, yeah. It, oh. it actually can move okay. from place to place. All right. Um, great cast: Mark Wahlberg, Kurt Russell. Kate Hudson, uh, Gino Rodriguez, uh, John Malkovich, who's a complete yeah. prick Malkovich, <laughs> yeah. Malkovich, with his Cajun accent. Yep. Um, <laughs> takes, I'm, I'm there for that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, takes a little bit to get going, but for me, once the rig ignites, yeah, holy shit. Uh, Peter Berg director is challenging Michael Bay on how many fucking explosions you can put <laughs> into a movie. Nice. Yeah. Um, so that part gets kind of good. Uh, you know, it's, it's more of a tale of, you know, just like, wow, we're really fucked if we keep yeah. doing this, you know? And so it's, it's, you have to look at it like that. It's not like it's a grandiose movie. You're not looking at any Oscars here, but it's just one of those ones where it's like, holy shit, this really happened. Yeah. You know? And, and what they didn't vote, yeah. I thought from what I know on the story, because uh, it was in the news, was them trying to cap it off. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that what... was, a, you know, that. And I actually asked Peter Berg, you'll hear it in the interviews. I said, was there any intention of telling that part of the story? He's like, mm mm. He's like, I oh, just want to tell about the workers and how they survived it, and how this was an absolute, you know,
7: inferno. And I was oh, like, so it stops before the repair work? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm it, more yeah. interested in seeing it now. Well, actually. let's yeah, yeah.
5: let's make that movie, Tony. Yeah, we should. It's <laughs> yeah. going to
7: be really long, though. Let me, yeah. let me just say with this: a lot of failures, never finished
3: <laughs> Let me ask you this: will will right wing pundits use it as liberal Hollywood lecturing to the rest of us? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I would say after so. The, after the end, then yeah. mission accomplished. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's the
0: thing is that, uh, I mean, people have asked, that. they're like, do yeah. they make the, the oil people look like dicks or they make them look like, you know, we saved the day by capping it off. I'm like, oh no, no, no. Malkovich is a prick. They're dicks. <laughs> they're dicks. <laughs> so, uh, I, I enjoyed it. You know, it's again, kind of another September movie. I'm at about, Two and a half. Well, yeah, two and a half. Two and a half stars.
2: Yeah,
8: probably about the same. I haven't written my review for it yet, so I haven't figured out what my exact number was. The thing I didn't like about it was that it kind of takes a really weird tonal shift at the end. It does. Yeah, and it was basically one of those. If you had ended that five minutes earlier, you probably would have been a lot better off. Ah. It well, kind of goes it, really like sentimental oh, and it, like
0: it gives you the message. Yeah. Well, it, end, it shows so. Wahlberg basically dealing with. I would. What I can only address is PTSD. Yeah. You know, and like freaking oh. out in the hotel room and like, and, okay. you know, victims of the family screaming at him And I'm yeah. like, what <clears> the <throat> fuck? Yeah, <laughs> you know? okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Like I, if I was, and I was like, I was sitting there watching that scene where the guy's screaming at him, and I'm like, oh, yeah. Why are you screaming at one of the like his coworkers? Yeah, Aren't really? you screaming With the guy with the BP shirt? On? Seriously, <laughs> yeah. I was like,
8: Okay, I get that this must be really, really rough on you, but why you're yelling at the wrong person, yeah. man? <laughs>
0: like,
8: really? So
0: yeah, but it, all right, it doesn't really ruin it. It just puts a little weird taste in your mouth, but yeah, but yeah, two and a half. That taste is oil. Uh, yeah,
8: delicious. And they oil. actually
0: dumped real oil on him on the actors. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They dumped a real oil on him. Wow. Not uh, not fake oil? No, they said oh, it was real. All right. So. That's a little
3: dangerous. <laughs> Just I, slightly. Oh, what? Kate Hudson, I have to wash you off now. You're a dirty girl. And <laughs> oh, that's world. that. That's where the bar that's comes from. That the bar not comes not from. No <laughs> yeah. Kate
0: Hudson, oh no. Well, that was one of the jokes I made with Mark Wahlberg. I actually said, are your ears still ringing after all the explosions? He was like, oh man, I guess... I'm on Transformers again, and it just never stops. Like oh. <laughs> it's end of Tinnitus. It's the end
5: of his music career. Have him, no longer I was
3: going to say, let him talk to Shatner. We'll, yep. hmm. All right, Todd, you have some games for us, Tony? I do. We'll,
7: can we talk about Dune for a minute, though? we can talk about do Destiny really Rise I, of Iron? Wanted, yeah. I really do. Okay, I want because, to talk about it. Because I know Lee's read it.
5: Can we talk about Destiny Rise of Iron?
7: Yeah, we can talk about that, okay, too. yeah. Dune first though. Dune. Yeah, I couldn't make it through Dune. It's I been okay. It. It's that's been, that's what I want to get at. Yeah, it's so been thirty years. If I hadn't have done it really? on it's Audible, been thirty years since I read it. Honestly, oh. I think if I hadn't have done it on Audible, I would have stopped reading the book.
3: I did the same thing with Lord of the Rings, and it, Yeah. Uh, it is
7: boring.
5: <laughs> yeah. Well, it's also it's also psychological sci-fi, mm-hmm. and it was written. What, in the 70s?
7: I thought it was in the 50s. No,
5: no, oh, it's newer than that. Okay, well, Or maybe maybe it, Children of Dune was in the 70s. It felt like
7: it was in the 50s. Look um, Now, I really did... I liked what they had to say. Like, it was interesting. And it, it's just the way it was written. Mm. And maybe it's just the style that Herbert writes in. Mm. Holy cow, it's dry. Oh, and yeah. it's yeah. just, like... He gets Children of Dune and it's dry and weird. That's his son that wrote that. that was, no, no, he wrote the first three. Oh, okay. himself. okay. But yeah, like... The spice thing was interesting, but they only touch on its effects like a little bit. Mm-hmm. You must have the spice. And and Yeah.
5: That's in the later books too.
7: They touch on more of what it can do. Yeah, right about the like same that. time that
5: Paul Atreides turns into a sandworm. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Yeah. Spoilers. Paul Atreides turns Spoilers. into a sandworm. After he becomes the Galactic Emperor.
7: Spoilers. So I, 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 they hinted at he, that. He could be fucking with you, and I, I don't know. Well, I listened to the... <laughs> I, I, remember to the, I spent
8: so long since I've read Dune. I
7: listened to the unabridged version, and they have at the beginning of each chapter what mm. sounds like uh, a passage from a history book within the Dune universe yeah. that leads into yeah, very much so. that part of the story. But just what... So what is the big deal about Dune? Why is it why, so widely hailed as such a grand masterpiece? Uh, because,
5: well, it's kind of like... Uh, okay, Watch a Laurel and Hardy bit, right? You watch Laurel oh, and Hardy, and, I you, go, wait. I'm gonna and you go, to, "I'm gonna
7: have to Google that." You know,
5: oh, Laurel and Hardy, or the Three Stooges. Oh, Stooges, is not so much. But you watch an old Laurel and Hardy bit, or an old Charlie Chaplin bit, right? Okay. And you're like, "What's the big deal?" Yeah. Right now, we've seen this a million times. Mm-hmm. Okay. You hadn't seen it when it came out, so that's what it is. And so yeah. Dune, Dune was the first like heavy duty psychological sci-fi.
8: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. It's kind of like Ender's Game in the sense that making an Ender's Game movie, you know, within the last couple of years was completely irrelevant because everyone has ripped off Ender's Game. Right.
5: right. Every, everybody's done Lord of the Rings a thousand times okay. over. Exactly. So you have to put yourself in the mindset of somebody reading about this. Uh, you know, when you're reading about Bene Gesserit and the and the Quetzat Haderach and all this yeah. other stuff, it's it's. It's completely new, and it's during a period of time where not only were we dealing with a sexual revolution, a political revolution, wars that were wildly unpopular with the population for the first time ever – where people are actually seeing what's going on overseas and going, we don't like this. And then all of a sudden, you've got somebody writing about sexual politics, uh, psychological politics, um, civil wars in a huge way. See. The Harkonnens are the oil industry,
7: right? It's that it's, makes sense.
5: It's it's, it's all that,
7: there. That makes a lot more sense. It's a product of its time. Yes. It's very much a product yeah. of its okay.
8: time. And it's a you know it's another genre to fire. It's one that's been ripped off so many times that you know. You have to look back at its nexus to really understand what it means.
7: Dune
5: is Tatooine. I mean, when, when, yeah. when George Lucas read Dune, he was like, well, oh, there's yep. Tatooine. There's
3: okay. th- Lee must have the spice. <laughs> <laughs> the spice must flow. Just remember
7: <laughs> that f- fear is the mind killer. Fire is a. the mind killer. Mine, should, mine is a killing word. Sh- should I watch the movie?
5: Uh, you, yes,
7: you should.
3: <laughs> For different now, reasons. Watch, <laughs> okay,
5: watch David Lynch's Dune, and okay. I think it's on Netflix, actually. All right, And, and it's, it's not the one that he pulled his name off of, where the studio added like 45 minutes of exposition at the beginning, because the movie makes no sense. Yeah. Oh. And it's one of those things where he took a play from Orson Welles. When Orson Welles did Macbeth, half of the movie is unspoken. So you'll have like Orson Welles as Macbeth. He'd look over at the side, and then you'd hear him talking, but his mouth isn't moving, because you're hearing his monologue. Okay, right? you're hearing his sure, internal sure. monologue. Yeah. So Dune, David Lynch is working with a huge budget, gorgeous sets, amazing actors from all over. You know, great people. Twelve year old Kyle, Mac- well he's like twenty year old Kyle McLaughlin. and uh, and there's a lot of just standing and staring while you hear their do- their their monologue. <laughs> you know, no. but it's also um, the movie that David Lynch decided to do instead of Return of the Jedi. Ah, so you watch that? So it's that a little go, bit of
7: a taste of what Jedi could have been. <laughs> exactly. <to Jedi. laughs>
3: and then after you watch that, watch the documentary. Uh, J- Jodorowsky's Yeah, Dune. Oh, yeah. yeah. J-
5: Jodorowsky in the seventies. Yeah. He he cast Salvador Dali as the as the Galactic <laughs> oh, Emperor, yeah. and had. Uh, uh, Wayne Barlow, who did all these fantastic starship designs in the '70s that influenced everybody, it's, it's a
3: documentary about the movie of Dune that never happened that yeah. would have that would have yeah. happened and would have been pretty wild. But Jodorowsky, mm. he
5: did uh, yeah. what? The Holy Mountain was one of his Can't movies, remember. and it's it's like right. uh, yeah. Skye, like, yeah, <laughs> no yeah. Totally, if, if you watch, kind of if, you no watch if you watch the, the, the Holy Mountain, uh, there there are scenes in that that will challenge anybody's sanity. And this guy wanted to do Dune.
0: Didn't they do a TV series as well? Right? Like a six <laughs> they did. Part, they like did. That? Was that any good?
5: Yeah, I think one of the guys from Wings was Paul Atreides. Uh, <laughs> it didn't really work. So all right.
7: So there uh, you go. That's okay. that's the deal with Dune. I'll have to check out the movie then. I guess. Dune's better on LSD. I'll just <laughs> I, put it right out right there. Not on, L, say, not on LDS. I'm when, sorry. when I was listening to the book, when they got to the part where Paul Atreides finally made it to the uh, tribe, to the Fremen? To the Fremen. Then it got Don't pronounce that as Freeman because you'll be corrected. It got interesting at that point to me. Up until that point, I was just kind of like, meh, mm-hmm. politics,
5: religion, <laughs> <laughs> meh.
7: Anyway. Remind me to never invite you out to dinner. (laughs) Especially
5: when the spice flows. Especially.
7: Okay. All right, what games you got? Uh, Let's see. Coming out this week, we got a new FIFA FIFA 17 for you soccer football players. Go play FIFA. Uh, if you like the race car driving, Forza Horizon 3. we saw is, some uh, footage of this. It looks pretty interesting. It looks amazing graphically, and it's getting phenomenal reviews. It actually it came out uh, last week if you bought the like Super Grand Edition or something. Um, you got it a week early. Huh. So it's getting really good reviews. If you like car racing and open-world-style driving, give that a shot. Every time I think
0: of Forza, I think when Shannon and I did the demo at E3, and they were talking about they would have celebrities drive it, and you could race their ghost. right? And I always said they should have Betty White drive, and then the blinker, the blinker would be on the entire time.
5: <laughs> she
7: just goes straight off the track.
2: I just
5: remember, I just remember a racing game at a Comic Con that Shannon was playing, and the rep came over and said, "That's the worst I've ever seen." Oh no, that was that
0: was yeah, down in San Diego. Yeah. Was that Forza? Yeah, it was Forza. <laughs> it was... Yeah, the, oh the, the, the rep
5: from the game company comes over and goes, "Seriously, dude, you just." You, you've been driving on a guardrail for five minutes.
2: Yeah. He <laughs> actually timed out. Yeah, He's like, he time, I have, he I've been timed here out. all
5: day and I haven't seen
0: that. Uh, yeah, I, I've,
5: I've been demoing this game for months and this is the worst I've ever seen. Awesome. <laughs> that, is, that is great.
8: Clearly Shannon belongs in QA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? He'll find anything that's wrong So can I get
5: high-centered on a guardrail? That's all I need to know. <laughs> yes? Yes, you, you got a can. problem with your guardrail <laughs> Your guardrail's out of alignment. Just you just Days. know that.
7: Oh. Uh, episode five of the Hitman game is out. They've oh. been releasing that one in, in episodes. Okay. And then I think Episode 5 is the last one, so after that they'll release the all the episodes in one mm-hmm. game ah. that you can buy all at once. Uh, we got a new LEGO Dimensions starter pack with Supergirl oh. in it. That's kind of neat. That is. Uh, what else? That is... Oh, Sonic Boom Fire and Ice for the 3DS, if you like that kind of game. Uh, that's about it. It's oh, wait. XCOM 2. Oh. for the consoles. That's been on PC for a while. They finally ported it over.
5: That'll be the thing that gets people playing the new Destiny expansion.
7: Hmm. XCOM?
5: Yeah. you think XCOM will get people to stop playing Rise of Iron just for a few minutes?
7: No, nah, it's two different demographics, okay. I think. Because gotcha. Destiny is your your action-packed first-person shooter. XCOM is more of a thinking man's game. Okay. Well, yeah, I don't,
5: I don't think when I'm playing Destiny. I yeah. just shoot.
7: So, uh, speaking of... That, that uh, expansion is getting good reviews as well. <laughs> it's so
5: neat.
2: <laughs> uh,
7: I think it, it came out last week, right? Yeah, it came out Tuesday. Yeah. Um, more shooty fun, right? Yeah, and, and
5: <laughs> decent story. Well, When Destiny came out, people were ripping it to shreds because the storyline wasn't really that established. Yeah. But with each expansion and each they've added new element, it. they've added more and more depth to it. So now it's... It's a lot of fun.
7: And they always tweak the loadouts, like your 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 loot. They tweak mm-hmm. your loot and how you get mm-hmm. your loot and how you evolve your character with your experience points. And I'm just and...
5: excited because I'm able to play games like Halo now for the first time in my life, now that I don't get sick playing so, them. Yeah, so. now that you mm-hmm. figure
7: that out, I'll, I should make a list of the top five shooters for you. Like yeah. Half-Life 2. Well, I never mm-hmm. got to play Halo, ever. Halo. And so Destiny's made
5: by the people who made
7: Halo. You so don't it's like Halo, Caitlin?
8: No, I'm not Come a Halo fan. On. Everything oh. Halo did, Half-Life did better. <laughs>
7: <laughs> Half-life, well, Half-Life's Mike good Bogan. stuff. I would, I, I would disagree on the multiplayer front. But, yeah, story-wise, Half-Life crushes Halo for sure. Raids
5: raids on Destiny are a blast. Is yeah. Batman in it? That's not a first-person
7: shooter. Actually
2: he should ask,
0: definitely play that game. I don't
2: want to
3: play unless Batman's
0: in uh, it. <laughs> Have you ever played the
7: Batman, the the Telltale game? Yeah. It's
2: I'm hearing so good things. Is it good? I played the I first episode of it. Yeah. I want
5: play that. Well, and for people who can't figure out buttons
0: yeah it's just a point and click
5: right yeah Yeah. Uh, it's it's, it's, it's it's choose your own adventure with a mouse an adventure based yeah yeah. Yeah, it's like I did the back to the future one uh,
7: similar same company Some yeah. of
3: those geeks are having problems with the way it changes uh, some of the characters and the origins. And wow. stuff. But I just Wait, go,
8: we it, geeks are having problems. I know, with something? right? Yeah. <laughs> oh,
3: that never happened to no, them. No, there was weird. a whole huge article I read about it, and I'm like,
5: it's just a show. It's just a game. It's Calm a down. game that you yeah. get to play and be Bruce Wayne because yeah. it's it's a lot of Bruce Wayne. That's what and, I understand. Uh, their their Borderlands game that Telltale did was fantastic. They're back the to the future. Walking game Dead was fantastic. Games, There's
7: a first person game you need to play Borderlands 2. I have been. So good. I <laughs> am right. finally working my Same way with through Borderlands. Portal or Portals. You got to mm-hmm. play the Portal games. What,
0: uh, I've got a whole new uh, world out of me. What movies have we got uh, this week? Blu-rays and DVDs. You've got uh
5: I didn't see it but uh, Warcraft. Uh, you I don't didn't think see any... Warcraft? uh uh-uh. uh oh. Nah, I
2: missed the
9: screening
5: I, but I, uh, I got the I got the sc- the uh, POV the Video on Demand last night. because oh, really? so, you know now they drop them for purchase early on. Well, nope. I'm curious Digital. what you think of it. Nobody uh, in America saw it, but everyone in Asia saw
2: yeah. it. So. Just yeah, just I, of I lived in
7: Warcraft land, so I, I might like
0: it, yeah, yeah, or I might hate it even more. That's what well, I'm
7: wondering. from what I understand, the, the movie doesn't do World of Warcraft. It does like the old Warcraft game. Warcraft games. 1, yeah. like yeah. the original yeah.
5: Warcraft. The original, yeah. yeah it does. But if you play World of Warcraft, all that stuff is ancient history, and there's lore that you uncover that talks about all that okay, stuff. Okay, okay.
0: So. Uh, if you want to see Blake Lively sit on a rock... And uh, dodge a shark for an hour and a half. off oh, The right? Shallows. <laughs> wasn't it wasn't bad. Yeah, all right. it was better like than I, I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Ryan
5: Reynolds played the shark. <laughs> what, <hey-o>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what I liked a lot, actually more than I thought it would, Central Intelligence. With, I uh, missed that one. With Kevin Can Hart in we'll uh, The Rock. Dude, the, Rock had, the Rock's
5: comedic timing is pretty spot on. Well, because he, well, he, he honed it in wrestling. Yeah, wrestling. I was about to say. He yeah. filmed it there. The funniest yeah. thing on TV. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, one that I actually liked a lot more than I thought I would and uh, it's Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates. I was, really? oh, yeah. uh, I was sitting there watching it knowing, this is dumber than shit. Well, so you don't like Aubrey Plaza reason, at all. No,
5: I don't. And was she good? Eh,
0: Wait, you she really... wasn't what I was laughing at. But, you don't, you know. don't like
2: Aubrey Plaza? No. No. I think oh, she's hysterical. I find her she's annoying. Funny.
3: She's uh, going to be in this new uh, X-Men series. What? Uh, oh, really? TV series coming Legion? up. Yeah. Legion, that's Hold it. Hold on, I have to
5: go nice. write some fan fiction. She's in, <laughs> she's in
0: Legion, yeah. Grim season five. Sure, uh, an American Werewolf in London, the restored edition, now on Blu-ray. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's John Landis' best movie. And I, I love this movie. <laughs>
2: I do
3: too. Because his dead friend, through the entire film. Is telling him you have to kill yourself. Yeah, It's, yeah. it's that fucking there, there, dark. There is
5: a scene. There is a scene where he's trying to watch a porn movie in a porn theater. He's, and all well, the people he's hiding. He's, he's yeah. hiding from. The, yeah, and all the all of the all of his former victims keep showing up and yeah. talking to him. And they all tell him. <laughs> Greatest line in any movie ever. Mummy and naked American stole my balloons. Yes. Yeah, Frank Oz. Frank Oz gets murdered brilliantly in this movie. Is Loves. John Rickles in this? Yes. <laughs> uh, he plays the werewolf. Then he's, I will watch it. You've not seen it.
3: Have uh, I haven't seen oh, it. Oh, this is a
5: movie. This is a movie that plays Blue Moon to the best effect of any movie. In the history oh, of all, the, all the
3: rock songs in it are yep. terrific.
5: Anyway. Uh, Bill and Ted's most excellent collection and edition. Don't care. Blu-ray. Let's, Let's like go back Bill to American too. Werewolf. <laughs> uh,
0: well, I'll bring you You like this one. Highlander, the 30th anniversary, is now on Blu-ray. The first one. First one. Not first two. First one.
5: We can actually see when he finds Rachel when she's a little girl in World War II. Yes. And then yeah. the last, and this is, movie is awful, but
0: it's near and dear to my heart. Uh, my brother and I used to watch this movie all the time. It's a shitty B movie. Curl. Nope. It's called Chopping Mall. That's a topping mall. It's awful. It's so bad. And it's just, it's a movie about kids who have a party in a mall overnight, and lightning hits the robot side of the security system and hunts him down. Oh, Oh, sounds great. Oh, you watch a girl get her head exploded like a fucking watermelon. So (laughs) good. It's it's not as good
5: as the carpenter where the carpenter actually uses a vice to squish a guy's head off. It is the first. Oh, that's a slow death. I sent
0: the Amazon page to my brother that was coming out a couple weeks ago. Mm. And his response was, holy fucking shit. (laughs) And, uh, and so I immediately pre-ordered it. He pre-ordered it. And then as a present, he doesn't know it yet, but, uh, I bought the movie posters off eBay. Nice. (laughs) Uh Nice. We absolutely loved it. I mean, look at the movie. It's just, a robot hand holding a shopping bag full of body parts. There you go. So fucking awesome. So anyway, if you're get a chopping mall, if you're a
5: fan, <laughs> if you're a fan of the new Ghostbusters movie, or you listened all the assholes that said it was terrible, it. Uh, it's available on demand as of the twenty seventh. Oh, good. Ghostbusters so, is already. Yes, yes. And, what the fuck? And for all of you people that did not watch this movie because you heard. You know, that guy Jim down the street that said it wasn't very good. He's a dummy. Uh, He's a dumbass. It's a funny movie. It's amazing. Uh, No, it wasn't you. It was Jim (laughs) down the street. It was a good movie. (laughs) It was great.
8: I loved it. I I would
5: say the second... Uh, second best Ghostbusters movie, and bordering sometimes on the first. I would I would agree mm. that it's at least the second. Yeah, best. yeah. and for all of you people yeah. out it's there, better than Ghostbusters. I mean, it's not worse than Ghostbusters two. It's much mm. much better than <laughs> Ghostbusters yeah. two. that's what I'm saying. It's the second best, yeah. if not at times bordering on the first. Mm-hmm. There are, there is some brilliant was, stuff in this movie. When
8: you, you can, can come see out. Emmy Award winner Kate McKinnon.
7: Yeah, well, oh,
8: Ghostbusters was June.
7: Was it June? June? It was June. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and Les-
5: Leslie Jones is fantastic in it. It's it's a good, fun movie. Yeah, and also, you know, if you're going to complain about it, all the original Ghostbusters that are still alive signed on.
0: I still agree with like I said it before on this show. I agree with all the girls. It's not fair that Chris Hemsworth is fucking hot and funny. True. You get one or the other. He's got some good <laughs> And oh, the the
5: version that's out is the extended cut that actually has the full dance scene. In the movie. Oh, oh, really? Okay. Yeah, the whole, the whole possession of all the cops bed. Yeah, yeah, All yeah. right. You only see that in the in the end of credits, but uh-huh. cool. I guess it's like a four minute scene. All so. right. Uh, anything else before we hang up? Uh,
3: Mr. B is not here. Oh, I got it. You got it. Yeah. Hmm? Spirit of Vegas, more ham. All right. Yeah. Stay tuned for the interviews. Well, now here's your reward for staying till the end of the podcast. Woo Where we roll out the celebrities. <laughs> we, we keep them in the basement. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so you saw Deepwater Horizon.
0: Yeah. And got to interview. This is a hell of a cast. It's a good cast. I'll say that. Uh, got to go down to New Orleans, ah, where I used to live 30 years ago. Really? Yeah, and I actually made the Uber driver take me to my old house. <laughs> <laughs>
3: What's uh? What part of uh, New
0: Orleans did you live in? I lived in Destrehan. Destrehan. So it was like so. New Orleans is on, if I remember this right, it's on the east side of the airport, and Destrehan's just on the other side. Ah, okay. So I just went past the airport and saw my old house. Nobody lived there. It looked like a fucking ghost town. Oh, that's so, too bad. I don't know. Did you go? Did you go in? No, not. not nobody was there, weirdo. You should have. Oh, I thought you meant no one lived there right now. <laughs> well, I don't know if anybody lives there, but I'm not going into a house that's not mine. <laughs> oh man, Jimmy <laughs>
3: Martin. <laughs> I used to live here. Whoa! I'm not this, getting shot. This is not weird. Someone left a baby. <laughs> I think I left a toy here. Now, uh, earlier you reviewed Deepwater Horizon for us, so we got that. Um, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, we we did that earlier. Okay. <laughs> but uh, you got to sit down with the uh, the cast and, and the director Peter Berg. Yeah. Is
0: that where you want to start? Yeah, let's do Peter Berg first. Peter Berg
3: just can't catch a break.
0: I don't he, know what other game board game <laughs> movie he wants to make besides Battleship. He
3: did Battleship. Yeah, he did. Uh, what was the Dismember the Hooker movie that uh, Operation? <laughs> <laughs> that's another board game. Uh, with oh, Daniel Radcliffe. I know it was him and a bunch. It was it was a party bachelor
5: party. And oh, very bad things. Very bad things. Yeah, that that's a problematic movie. You, you know which, what movie? Uh, I yeah. wish
0: I'd brought up with him because it's actually one of my favorites and scares the ever-living shit out of me. Uh, f- um, oh shit, what was it called? Fire, Fire in the Sky.
5: Fire in the Sky. He directed that he film. Did, film did direct... he direct it? Was he Was he in it? He was just in it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Film, film. seven miles from my house in uh, Douglas County, Oregon. Really? Uh, mm-hmm. That would horrify me. Yep. But uh, yeah, poor Peter Berg. I, well, hopefully he catches a break with this one.
0: Yeah, he because,
3: might. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not Not striking it out of the hitting it out of the park as a director. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah. So and he's an actor as well. He's, yep. He was. Oh, he was on a show that I loved. Thirty something. Was it that? No. <laughs>
5: The days and nights of Molly Dodd. I liked that one. Oh yeah, Blair Blair Brown was Blair great. Brown, man. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> so late eighties trivia for you
3: <laughs> Look him up. Look him up. You're sitting in your cubicle. Look all this yeah. shit up. All yeah. right. Uh, so uh, here we go. It's us uh, Jimmy Martin and
0: Peter Berg. It's, uh, it's nice to meet you. Um, first off, what is the secret to a very uh, to a well executed director cameo? It should be very short. <laughs> Um, and not particularly well lit, <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, over over quickly. I read that you guys uh, that you actually built an entire rig for this sh- for this film. How massive was that construction, and how long did that take? It was it was big. <laughs> um,
10: it took a pretty long time. I'm not quite sure how long, but 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 quite quite a quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um, it was big. What primarily? Uh, made you interested about this film and the story behind it? There was a 60 Minutes piece that was uh, focused on Mike Williams uh, that I, I really was taken by. And I had known about the, the oil spill and environmental issues and how hard it was to stop the oil from flowing. Mm-hmm. But the 60 Minutes piece did a really good job of telling a, a different aspect of the story, mm-hmm. um, a story about science uh, about oil drilling, about corporate greed, yeah. uh, and, and uh, fundamentally about men fighting to survive and stay alive. Yeah, and that that all just really kind of hooked me. What was the most difficult scene to film? Honestly, they're all difficult. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's it it's it's never uh, what you think it's going to be. Mm. You know, the, you, you, there's expectation of complexity because of some of the effects and the scope but it it might end up being you know getting someone to close the door at the right time yeah and, and you, know, you, you never it's never what you think is going to be complex it's complex
0: are your ears still ringing after all the explosions in this film
10: you know I blew my ears out I think four movies ago <laughs> every, every time I show up there's guns and explosions sure so they've been ringing for a for a while.
0: (laughs) Is there any genres that you haven't touched yet that you want to jump into?
10: I want to do a love story. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. I want to do a love story on a a beach in like south of France Mm. in the summertime. Yeah. And just sit out on a beach and direct
0: quietly. (laughs) That sounds pretty nice. (laughs) And last question, uh, it's it's something that I think tells a lot about a person. I've asked everybody so far, I've had some good answers so far. What is your go-to karaoke song?
10: Uh, Row, row, row your boat. (laughs)
0: That's simple enough.
10: You know it? Of course. Okay, that's mine. You want to do it back and forth? No. <laughs> Absolute pleasure meeting wow, you. Wow, what did Kurt say? Uh, Kurt actually didn't have one. What about Walbert
0: I uh, haven't, you know, haven't asked
10: him yet. Kate's was... She's probably got a thousand of them. She loves she, well, she it. Did,
0: we talked about it for about a couple minutes. And she said, summer lovin' grease. And she actually said, what did Kurt say? And I go, he said he didn't do it. And, he, she, and she said, that's a lie. Because she said, it's either sugar, sugar... You know, dun, 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 sure, yeah, sure, sure. And then, uh, or an Elvis Presley song. <laughs> church I could easily see that one either way. What church? Your... Mine? Yeah. Uh, uh, America. Neil Diamond.
10: <laughs> Kate's a really good singer. Oh yeah. There
0: you have it. <laughs> Pleasure meeting you. Thank here. you. Thank you so much. All right. Okay. Who's next? Uh, let's do Gina Rodriguez. Gina Rodriguez from is... uh, Jane the Virgin. I was, I was I waiting.
3: Not... I was waiting for Lee to, to tell us where she was from.
5: <laughs> Yeah, no, just from Mr. and Mrs. Rodriguez. <laughs> 30 something. Uh, did she play Jane in Jane she, the Virgin? I, I believe think she so. Is, okay. Yeah. Uh,
3: Sue watched that uh, show. Cat watched and She kind of liked it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: She said it was all right. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's actually fun. She's, she's inter- a good actress. She's a fun interview. She's energetic. And you will see me, I'll say, slightly insult her on her karaoke question.
1: <gasps> <laughs>
0: Ouch. Not on purpose. She chose Afternoon Delight, didn't she? She did not. No. But you'll hear it because here's Gina Rodriguez. It's a pleasure to meet you.
1: Pleasure to meet you. Thank
0: you. Did you have a lot of time to connect with the with your real character, or did you get to spend time with her?
1: Unfortunately, I didn't get to meet Andrea Fletas. Uh, yeah. Since then, I have been in communication with her, so I, I'm looking forward to yeah. sitting down with her. But that being said, we did the movie through the eyes and the account of Mike Williams, so okay. I was able to ask as much as possible. I listened to all the testimonies. <laughs> I read all the articles. I saw all the 60 Minutes. I went to dynamic positioning <laughs> school. I did as much as I possibly could. If, right. you, if you can do anything, I can do I did it, <laughs> um, but I am looking forward to meeting
0: her. When you do a role of a real person, do you find it more intimidating knowing that they're going to watch it, or is it...
1: You know, uh, when approaching this film, I was extremely intimidated about the idea of playing a real life person, but I think that that intimidation actually just comes from, as an actor, you think when you're playing like a biographical character, you want to get their gestures and their yeah. walk and their talk correctly, but uh, Andrea wasn't a public figure, so it's not like playing Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, what is important is uh, making sure that she was honored uh, for her bravery and strength. So that ended up taking precedence over anything else.
0: Are your ears still ringing from all the explosions that were going off in this film? um,
1: You know, what's interesting is that watching it again in Toronto last week and then now being able to see it again tonight... um, it, it just t- takes me instantly back there yeah. and what an incredible experience it was and how real it was and mm-hmm. like feeling the fire on my neck and, you know, <laughs> being covered in fire retardant and debris, you know, all over and just itchy from the, the particles that were on my body. Just to think that that was my experience shooting and I can only imagine what they went through.
0: Exactly. What was the most difficult scene to film
1: I would say the most difficult scene was the helipad scene with Mark Wahlberg. Um, I've never been close to death like that. So uh, to try to recreate that, I really uh, fell back on my technique as an actor. As
0: as an actor, uh, what other genres would you like to try out?
1: Oh, everything. I want to do it all. I mean, I just (laughs) finished doing a sci-fi thriller this summer where I shaved half of my head and that's nicely (laughs) hidden by this hair. Um, And, uh, you know, I would... I'm doing animations right now. I'm doing two animations, which is very exciting, but I would love to... I I love stunts. I I love, you know, I mean... I, I want to be a female James Bond. Is
0: there anybody out there, either actor or director, that you would like to work with?
1: Oh my God, yes, yeah, so many Christopher yeah. Nolan, oh, there you um, go. Guillermo de Toro, uh, oh, Alejandro Iniorito. I would love to work with Tom Hardy. I would love to work with Meryl Streep. I would love to work with Justina Machado. I would love <laughs> to work with, I mean, like, the list goes on. Sure. The thing is, is that I ultimately want to work with. And do stories that are meant for me. And I think you know when they are. Yeah. Because you end up doing them. (laughs) (laughs) So those are the ones I'm gonna be very happy to participate in.
0: I have a question I ask everybody, and I think it tells a lot about a person. Okay. I hope you have a good one. Oh, God. What is your go to karaoke song?
1: Oh, Journey. Uh, Don't Stop Believing.
0: Th- that's the most basic one. <laughs> Is it
1: basic? Did that's you just basic. call me basic? <laughs> I'm Puerto Rican. What well, Puerto Rican says? Don't stop believing by Journey. I should have said Celia Cruz or something like very. That would very, that yeah.
0: yeah. I don't know. Bon Jovi. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody loves Don't Stop Believing. That's yeah, a crowd pleaser. Who doesn't? Pleaser.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just here to please everyone. All right. I'm a people pleaser. Now this feels like a therapy session. Thanks, Jim. pleasure to meet you. Lovely to meet you as well. Thank
0: you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Look, don't stop believing. By Journey is one of the most basic it's, songs. It's it's pretty
3: entry level. Isn't and it? I
0: called her basic. I go, that's a pretty basic. She's like, did you just call me basic?
2: Oh, because <laughs> oh.
3: that's 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 an insult. Now that's yeah. to be called basic. Yeah. yeah, that's a bad one.
0: I called her basic. Oh, way uh. to go. Yeah, well, she was laughing at the end of it. But right. that's
5: my karaoke song. Oh, you're basic. <laughs> <laughs> I am.
0: Basically. Uh, let's see. So who do we want to so talk to? Now we're getting to the bigger ones. Just, yeah. Who we want to talk to next? Let's go to Kate Hudson. You think Kate Hudson? Yeah. All right. Uh, I almost wanted to mention that we had been in an elevator together when she looked like seven pounds of shit. Or hammered shit is what Whoa. I said. I, I said that on an episode a while back. That could, okay. Yeah. But that could come but across I, as the creepy. The only reason I didn't bring it up is because at the time she was married to her old uh, Chris from Black, uh, Black Crows Black Crows and so I didn't want to bring up <laughs> ex-husbands but uh, no she's super sweet uh, Who those who don't know because he'll be coming up later she's the daughter of Kurt Russell and uh, they're both in this movie together.
3: Well, she's but. she's not the biological daughter nope,
0: of Kurt Russell. but she calls him Pa.
3: Calls him Pa, though. <laughs> mm. it's, it's, it's Mark Hudson is of the Hudson brothers. Some yep. more ancient trivia questions for you. <laughs> for the Hudson brothers. <laughs> they had a TV. They were a huge hit. They, they were
9: in show. 30-something. Yeah.
7: <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> Who are we talking about? Uh, uh, Kate a... Hudson. Oh, Kate okay.
9: Hudson. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here she
0: is.
7: Here she is. It's a pleasure to meet you.
9: Nice to meet you, too. Yeah, so I
0: have a question. I've always thought about this when people are filming movies. Most, a lot of your scenes are via, like, webcam. Yeah. So when you're doing it, are you are you actually acting to somebody, or are you just looking into a webcam?
9: No, I'm looking at a green screen. No,
0: really?
9: Which is, <laughs> like, a color, you know? Uh, and then Mark is feeding the lines.
0: Off the side. Uh-huh. Gotcha. For your character, did you actually get to meet the real individual? I or?
9: did, I did. I, I got to meet Felicia, I got to talk with Felicia, she was, very uh, gracious about, you know, sharing her story, mm-hmm. and it was nice. It was, <laughs> it was nice to have that um, as, you know, the actual woman as the resource for me to, you know, be there. As an
0: actress, is it is it more challenging or maybe even intimidating knowing that a real individual will watch your performance?
9: I think this whole movie was really about, you know, Pete said it the other day, it was exactly how i feel about it which is and we all i think we all felt about it was there's just this extra added um care that you put into making a film like this because sure. you are you have such a, an awareness that the families uh, are gonna you know that that we're a part of this the real experience are gonna watch it yeah. um and that when they do you really want you really want it to feel like a, a show of respect yeah.
0: and
9: honoring them. Sure.
0: As an actress, you've had an, obviously an amazing career so far and still going on and on. Uh, is there something you have
9: still ha- going, still going, still just hanging <laughs> there? <laughs>
0: is there anything that you that you want to do that you haven't done yet, like genre-wise? Oh, yeah. Or, like which ones?
9: Tons. I mean, there's things I'd like to do more of. I really want to do more musicals. I've never, mm. I've never done anything on stage on Broadway. I would love to do something on Broadway especially yeah. A musical. Yeah.
2: Um
9: uh I have yet to direct. Oh. Well, I've directed, but I I have yet to sort of I think that will probably end up being what I really like and will do, <laughs> you know, sure. uh, just because I grew up behind the camera. Yeah. Um and then I've had such experience in front of the camera that I'm I'm ha- I'm really happy behind it. <laughs> and um and um you know, there's tons of stuff. Yeah. I'd love to play certain characters and certain roles. You know, it would be great to be in an action movie where I actually mm-hmm. get to, you know, be great to be like a villain or a superhero. I love there's a all straight kinds to villain. of stuff. <laughs> yeah, why not? I could be a very unexpected villain.
0: Now, you mentioned musicals, and, it, and I'm glad because it kind of leads me right to my last question. It's my favorite question to ask anybody because I think it tells a lot about a person. Okay. What is your go-to karaoke song?
9: So my go, oh, ah. it's not like a funny one. No, it doesn't matter. It could be anything. You I've want. got, t- I've got a couple. One is my go-to karaoke song is an Aretha Franklin.
0: That's challenging.
9: Ain't no way.
0: That's a good one.
9: That's that's a that's a go-to. But then my my funny karaoke, even though it's not funny, is um, is. I like a little bit of uh, "When I See You Smile." Oh. A little, uh, what are they called? Bad, what's that? Bad English. Yeah, remember that? That's a good song. Band. Yeah, and um, and then another one of my uh, girly go-to's is "Grease."
2: <laughs> Summer Eleven. Summer 11?
9: Eleven. I mean, Boom. it's a classic.
0: Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Absolute pleasure meeting you. Thank nice you so
9: much. to
0: meet you too. All right, that's good. Now I like her. We've got two left, and this I'm going to go to the star first. This Just, is because the other man's a legend. You mean the you're
3: going with the the star of the movie?
0: Yeah, and mm-hmm.
3: then someone else. Yeah, and then the
0: legend. Yeah, all right, The well, legend. Okay, all, okay. All, This is Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg is oh, the yeah. star of the movie. He, he, this guy is the most chill motherfucker I've ever interviewed from a Night Court. <laughs> <laughs> Mark. <and> Mark. <laughs> uh super you know super nice just i think he just knows the game and you know oh yeah but just just kind of like yeah here's my answer you didn't call you know? him you didn't call him basic did you hell no he kicked the shit out of me <laughs> that guy's a big motherfucker <laughs> and then he'd
5: bench press your corpse <laughs>
0: <laughs> so here's mark Wahlberg. it's an absolute pleasure to meet you thank you sir i just actually had the pleasure of meeting uh mike williams the real you know out in the hallway super nice man
6: uh how much time did you get to spend with him and how much did you know of his story before the film I spent quite a bit of time with him yeah. uh, obviously uh, I didn't know him until I had read uh, I actually saw the 60 Minutes piece mm-hmm. um, and then I had read the script and read the New York Times piece and then I was uh, able to get in contact with him and, uh, and then I requested that you know we hire him as a consultant on the movie, and yeah. he was with us every step of the way.
0: For you, is it more intimidating, because you played several real individuals, is it more intimidating knowing that they'll watch that performance?
6: Uh, no, there's certainly a lot of pressure knowing that you better get it right, yeah. but, um, but that just makes you work harder. Yeah. Uh, it makes you more focused. Yeah. Um, uh, and you know, just makes you commit that much more. Yeah. I, you know, so I, I mean, I, uh, I don't know, I kind of gravitate towards those type of stories. For you, what was the most difficult scene to film? I'd say anything on the rig post explosion. <laughs> you know, uh, it was just hot, and you know, between the fire and the oil, and you know, we were shooting and. And in, uh, in, in New Orleans during hurricane season. Yeah. So it was already over well over 100 degrees every day, then on a, on a giant steel platform yeah. <laughs> with fire and explosions. Yeah. But, uh, you know, you just kind of suck it up. You know, Mike's right there reliving it, and yeah. so... You know, you know, when, once it's over, you'll forget about all the pain and discomfort. And, yeah, I was actually about to ask you: Are your ears still ringing from all the explosions that were in this film? Oh, I'm. No, I'm now hearing <laughs> new ones on Transformers every day. So it's a whole, uh, <laughs> it's a whole other thing. That's,
0: I was going to ask you because, speaking of
6: Transformers, uh, do you think Peter Berg is challenging Michael Bay to the, for the most explosions in a movie? Uh, maybe, maybe. Um, <laughs> You know, they're always both quite curious with one another. You know, yeah. they're always asking me questions about about the other. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's he doing? What's he like? What does he do? How does he do this? How does he do that? Uh, but uh, yeah, they they uh, they like each other. You've had an amazing career. Is there anything that you haven't done yet that you want to try?
2: Um, yeah, I mean,
6: I'm constantly looking for new things, new challenges. Um, uh, not necessarily anything specific, but I'm I'm constantly looking for new challenges. What still excites you to get in uh, in front of the camera? Just the opportunity to do something that I love that yeah. I'm passionate about. Some days are harder than others. Obviously, it's it uh, it's a sacrifice leaving home, um, you know. But I go in and you know, in my mindset, I'm going and doing something that I'm passionate about and that I love. But I'm also going to provide you know better life for my family sure. and. And, uh, but it's, 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 it's a major sacrifice, but I just appreciate the fact that I get an opportunity to do something that I love. And then last question. I've, uh, I've had some good answers all day. I think it tells a lot about a person. What is your go-to karaoke song? I just do my own song. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. That's probably the only one I know all the words to. <laughs>
2: Thank
6: it's a pleasure you. meeting you, man. Thank you. Have a great day.
2: Thank you.
3: All right. That's a pretty big star that you've just interviewed, Jimmy, but, well, uh.
0: The, I think this guy's better. <laughs> this, he's this a is legend. He's th- fucking Jack Burton. This is legendary, Jack Burton. Shit, this he's is... he's, Tango. he's Tango. I almost want to tell him that my Dungeons and Dragons name was Tango Cash. He's Dexter Riley. More importantly, he's Jack. Burton. Again, Google that. He's he's, nah. he's right. John Carpenter's best friend. He's the Are, computer, they hang out. Really? He's the computer. The, he's, the computer what, he's all in the movies together. He's the
5: computer. What wore tennis shoes?
0: He is Dexter yeah. Riley. Yes. Yeah, it's fucking Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. I mean, this is one where I always say there's certain ones where I kind of get like, oh, yeah. yeah, you know, and uh, it's so far. Now, this is the third one, because it's Harrison Ford, Steven Spielberg, and now Kurt Russell. Mm. And from you, overboard. You,
3: you <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've seen that one. Uh, My ex-wife loved that movie.
0: <laughs> so did I Monica like overboard. <laughs> uh,
5: how were we married to the same woman? I know, That's right?
0: So <laughs> yeah. But uh, I will say, I, I'm not going to tell you how he does it because it's coming up. Uh, he brought up Guardians of the Galaxy twice. Oh, good. Yeah. You didn't have to. I didn't. He's. You can tell he's genuinely excited he's about excited. it. He's oh. excited.
3: Everybody I've seen interviewed regarding this movie,
0: they, they want you to see it right away. I'm yeah.
5: excited to be in a hit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the legend, Kurt Russell, here you go. It's an absolute honor to meet you. Thank um, you. I'm a huge fan. I have to ask, uh, I'm, I'm thinking of movies like Big Trouble in Little China, uh, The Thing, uh, I wrote them all down. Um, let's see. <laughs> Hateful Eight and Bone Tomahawk. Do you just consider roles that have really great facial hair, (laughs) especially this one? These days. (laughs) No, it's funny how they fall in line
4: sometimes. Uh, Bone Tomahawk came about, I I was actually going to do sort of a tight, small beard for Bone Tomahawk. (laughs) He was almost like a doctor of that time. But then Hateful Eight was thrown into motion, and I was still going to do Bone Tomahawk just before it, so I I needed to grow my mustache for, for Hateful Eight. So, yeah, I kind of stopped it at the halfway point <laughs> for Bone Tomahawk and had yeah. a look, and and then Guardians of the Galaxy was a complete new kind of full look. So it just it's just the way it worked.
0: There you out. go. I think one of my favorite character names of all time is Jack Burton. But now I think my new favorite one is Mr. Jimmy. Mr. Jimmy's pretty good. <laughs> of course, you know, career. Ego the Living Planet isn't bad. <laughs> <All right. laughs> i got to go with that one, I think. Um, you, know, yeah,
4: I, you know, I know I've said all my life, I think that there's a lot to a character's name. Sure. And for certain ones, it says a lot. It yeah. says a lot of what you are. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, Mr. Jimmy, in this regard, in, tor- in sort of a movie that's... A little, high energy in terms of what you're seeing activity-wise, but low mm-hmm. realistic. Mr. Jimmy uh, says a lot about who he is to the, <laughs> to the crew. You yeah. know, it's, he's he's familial to them.
0: Did you get to spend a lot of time with the real Mr. Jimmy? No, nope,
4: never got to meet him. Never met him oh, once? No, no, I wanted to meet him, and they were saying that we were going to try to make that happen, but for whatever reason, we could never did. Yeah. But I had a lot of stuff to look at and a lot of sure. material to look at. And I, and, I, you know, and I discovered that the writer had... Uh, in many ways captured I think a lot of who he was yeah. I certainly hope that if he ever sees it that he likes it <laughs> are yeah. your ears still ringing after all the explosions
0: that are in this movie
4: <laughs> yeah you know I mean there's yeah, like it's movie making um, we were always we were always we knew we were going to have to do it a bunch of times so whenever you have to do it a bunch of times you yeah. have to do it safely
0: Uh wasn't as rough as backdrops. <laughs> <laughs> it a great movie too you know. um, you know, when you, when you do have the real Mr. Jimmy out there watching it, is a little bit more intimidating knowing that he might watch it?
4: Well, it's not intimidating as much as it is an obligation to try to, I think, capture who the person is. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I always look at it from the point of view of somebody was ever going to play me. Yeah. I'd want them to have as much information as possible about playing me.
2: Yeah.
4: Yeah. Uh, but the situation is probably very different. So
2: um,
4: I hope again, if, if he sees it, I hope he thinks we did it justice and thinks I did justice for him. What was the
0: first thing that you connected to with the character?
4: The irony of it—he hmm. um, was being honored uh, for the seventh year in a row of having this great safety record on, yeah. the, on this rig, and of course, that's what happens. Yeah, and that's, that was incredibly ironic that it would happen to him on his watch. What was the most difficult scene to shoot? Well, this was, you know, this was the kind of movie where you're, and because of Pete's style, you're constantly trying to find things, Mm -hmm. try things different ways. Um, So I don't really, I couldn't point to one scene. There's just a number of scenes where we tried to get the best and most storytelling value out of of
0: the scene itself.
4: And so you're working hard on that. There's a question I like to
0: ask everybody, and I think it tells a lot about a person. What is your go-to karaoke song?
4: I don't have any karaoke songs, oh, yeah. so I have, yeah, it'll tell you a lot about me. I have zero go-to karaoke. I don't Absolute. do karaoke. Absolutely.
0: Thank you so much. All
2: right. Have a great
5: day. All right. You did it, Jimmy. Woo! Remember who's was the driver? Driver Mike? Driver Stuntman Mike, Stuntman Mike. Yep, in in uh, Death, Death, proof. Dude, Death Proof, Death Proof, proof. in Grindhouse. Yeah, yes. but we'd even yep. see
0: another great fucking car- Snake Plissken.
7: Oh, oh yeah, yes.
5: Escape from New York. I said it in my mind uh, <laughs> with my heart.
0: <laughs> I just sit there, just like, oh my god. All right, oh my god. You smell like victory. So there, there's the cast and director of
2: Deepwater Horizon. Deepwater Horizon. All right, thank you. All right, we'll see you next week, y'all. Woo.